welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. Me, DK. And me, Van. Uh, bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Uh, I have to, I've started, I've noticed a trend when we start the show that I've now drawn out the, the, the first welcome. And it's not, I'm not trying to be like, you know, Bruce Buffer. Um or fancy ring announcer right. guy but it, it's more because I'm, I'm every time we go live uh i i have the the creeping fear that my mic's not working and so i have to like <laughs> <laughs> i've got it on my head now that i have to like draw it out so that i can see the levels bouncing um and there's, there's always a bit of a lag so yeah anyway so you could just as easily start the show oh shit Welcome to the resupply. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or which is more in our in our style. I could be like, yeah, but yeah, exactly right. Um, now we're just pretending we have tech issues. Yay for us. Mm-hmm. Um, hello everyone. Nice to see you all. Uh, welcome in chat. No, welcome back to G and D's beard. Gone, and I hate it. This this line right here that where one chin <laughs> stops and the other begins. Hate it. Yeah. Um absolutely hate it. But that's okay, as the shadow grows, uh so does um Sauron's gaze or something. <laughs> I was like I said, I'm like, this is sounding very rings of power yeah. right here. Yeah. I was like, I was like okay, Steve It's like where's Steve O going with this? And he he tried, so an attempt was made. I was I let's give him points for that. I mostly did it for you guys. Um the people behind the scene there. Increasing oh, thanks dk's uh voice on this podcast um <laughs> maybe too much <laughs> you're quite quiet down you um yeah i i, I you know i thought i'd throw a I'd try a half-assed uh tolkien reference is that his name that's his name <laughs> sure yeah nailed it fucking i'm good at this geek culture thing he learned so much from our lord of the rings rewatchables <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was uh, definitely there for that. Um, right, uh, Picard facepalm. How about a, a double resupply facepalm? Because that's floating around in the clip somewhere. I love that clip so much. Every now and again, it, it pops up. Absolutely love it. Um, wow, what a bloody, what a week. <laughs> what a week it has been. Um, it actually... Did, we... did, 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 hang on. Did anything actually happen in the last two weeks on this channel? I tell you what, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we 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 got to we got to do something pretty pretty spectacular. I thought last week. Um, and it's taken a few days, taken a few days to kind of um, what the heck is it? Get out of here, Buzz. It's taken a few days uh to kind of get over it. Um, and I haven't really gotten over it to be fair, but I've been recovered from. Uh, as most of you know. We, uh, <laughs> hey, Tucker, oh, we're about to, uh, rip the shit out of you, so you better, you better hang around, because you got, no, nah, no, nah, just jokes, bro. Um. Buckle your seatbelts. Oh, yeah, you better, I hope you've got your, your big britches on today, because, uh, things, <laughs> things getting, yeah, like you said, rowdy. No, you didn't say rowdy. You said howdy resup, which has some of the same Four. letters. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, still recovering. I mean, my dyslexia was bad. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what that is? Maybe I had dyslexia. Mild dyslexia. Uh, is it where you can't read good? 
Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yes, I think that has the technical definition for it. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, we're finding out all sorts <laughs> of truths here on the, the Resupply podcast. Just uh, go to the center for kids who can't read good. <laughs> this is the center for ants. Um, good thing you're not here then. It seems like you are here, Traj, and you're, you're lucky you're escaping our wrath or something. Uh, did someone say Wheel of Doom? Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there, Jen. Also, um, very special happy birthday uh to uh to the big girl the big girl today turn five saf happy birthday to you i hope you have an amazing birthday um so we um you told dk everyone better shit on your gameplay or i have some still shots even i have picked it apart like a vulture on a carcass (laughs) um but yeah let's uh let's talk about what happened last week first so um as many of you know, uh, because unless you were living under a rock, we only talked about uh, the 24-hour charity stream for the last month, it seems like. Um, I think we dedicated a bunch of time last week. You know, we were me and DK were vamping. Uh, not last week, week before. Um, and that's pretty much all we talked about. And then we shoehorned in some sort of lasers content at the end. Um, but we, we did a 24-hour marathon charity stream last week. Um and uh, last weekend and we as a community managed to raise over just over fourteen thousand dollars for starship children's hospital again (laughs) um to put that into perspective because i've got some i've got some stats that uh statman gray um sent through for us um and uh thank you by the way statsman gray because uh there's no way i have any any inkling of wanting to do that kind of shit myself um because you're dyslexia exactly yeah bad with numbers (laughs) (laughs) um but we had we had so many people well actually we had a lot of people come through and and donate this year um i believe the count uh because i'm not entirely sure now that's that's given us the total we had a total amount of donors uh, was 222 i believe the figure is these figures are probably wrong but it's around about um that's but that's uh, including multiple people um so multiple people uh, a total number of 222 donations uh for a total amount of i think it was fourteen thousand and twenty dollars or forty dollars 14 14 40 20 20 i think we got an extra 20 at the end um something like that that's okay either way pretty pretty damn awesome do the number of unique donors i do uh it's the the uh data is not sectioned out like that i don't think um it can be i just don't know how to do it (laughs) um is it is it in a spreadsheet it is in a spreadsheet um, if you send it to me, I can do that. Okay, I'll send it. I'm to good you. at that stuff. Question: Believe it or not, is it in a spreadsheet too? What's a spreadsheet? <laughs> it could be in a spreadsheet. Um, but we had, uh, uh, we had. Is this total total donators? I think that's wrong. I think the prize entries. Oh, okay. So the the total amount of prize entries uh, into the PS5 and the Lego um uh giveaway was 1344 total 
entries into both of those drawers. Um, right. Which you got one of those for every ten dollars, right? Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there we go. Which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. I think the total, the total unique donors. I think Gray from memory said it was something like ninety nine, something like that. So to raise, right. okay. to to raise fourteen grand, you know, for over a hundred people is insane, absolutely it's insane. It's not bad. Um, and if you if you put it in perspective, a couple a couple of ways you could kind of put that in perspective. And we 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 are growing obviously over the last three years. We've done this is the third one that we've done, um, two years I suppose. Then um, the shut up really. Wow! <laughs> oh, boom! Blowing up, rookie, rookie, <laughs> rookie <laughs> move. <laughs> That'd be like. Send me that spreadsheet. Nah. Why would you send me the spreadsheet yet? <laughs> so now in addition to the producer, we also have to, to get mad at your personal assistant oh, as well. Yeah, man, my staff. I need to sack everyone. Whole department's just falling apart. It's hard to find good people during a recession, I, I have you know. Um, not a lot of people looking for jobs or something. Anyway. Um, no so- one wants to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what recession exactly right so um yeah to put it in perspective uh this community um has raised uh just under it's what 20 it's twenty eight thousand dollars for starship children's hospital alone over the last two years or the last two yep. charity streams um yep. and it's pretty good as a community over the last three we've raised over thirty thousand dollars for charities um which It'd be about it'd be about thirty four thousand. I think year year one was just over six because that's just how Gray yeah. lost, lost his beard. Yeah. So yeah. So about so thirty thirty four thousand. Yeah, thirty thirty four thirty five. Um. Yeah. Which, that's honestly, so great. it's incredible, absolutely incredible for a community that really has you know we we passed the six hundred uh follower threshold, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a large number. Um, but I I think because we have probably probably about 200 people of that 600 that are active um you know or semi-active um in our communities across um our our twitch communities that we have so you know obviously the resupply channel blue sin um and uh truly awful among other um that that's kind of the big three but there's many of you that that are um also streamers as well so um from from the bottom of my heart and i think i can speak on behalf of you guys as well like we we thank you guys so much um for your generosity and for for making the charity stream like kind of a like an annual event at this stage like i think the expectation is probably going forward we we will do another one next year um my expectation is is never it's never too high. I've, I've managed to keep my expectations low. Honestly, I thought um, if we raised five grand this year, I would have been stoked because I know a lot of you are going through changes. You know, it comes a special time in everyone's life where they go through changes. Um, people, people have moved. People have had like massive upheaval in their lives, um, changed jobs. Uh, you know, had finance increased financial burdens from the fact that you're able to go on holidays and shit now. So. Um, you know yeah it, it means a lot to us that that people kind of you know you guys came out in force and were really like keen to win some some awesome shit which 
um, I'll share with the class moment. Uh, Stallion, did I change the name yet? No. So it's brought up the ability to do it, but YouTube have said that they're updating some shit and certain features will be available, uh, unavailable for like three months or something. It's really dumb. So we, we, we hit the threshold. No winning. Yeah. <laughs> we, th- we hit the threshold, and as soon as it becomes available, I'll, I'll make the change. Um, how did you, how was your day, uh, on during the charity stream, Dan? How did you enjoy it? Um, so I, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Um, obviously had my internet been more stable, so mm. I could have actually been, been around for more of it. I mean, I, I know that that's a, that's a thing that I keep bitching about, but it continues to be a thing that is, I you mean, know, going to it's it's a thing um you don't realize it's one of those things like you don't realize like how used to stable internet you get until your internet is not stable yeah and you're not able to do things that you're used to being able to do um and there were some other things on on top of that with, with that day like the 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 fire alarm in my hotel went off at 5 30 that morning um and you're up (laughs) which was just like are you fucking kidding me um and so so you know interrupted sleep and then not really being able to get you know much more sleep before the stream and then dumb internet so like that part was like was eh because one one of the things that i really liked you know last year even though it wasn't it, it wasn't originally planned was you know i enjoyed being there for the whole time being a voice in the background throwing out snarky comments at everybody because it's what i do best yeah it's one of the things i do best um and i mean i did throw out a lot of snarky bullshit this year as well because that's just fun um but yeah i mean it, it, for for the amount that, that that i was able to be there for and i think it ended up being about 16 of the 24 hours um 14 to 16 so somewhere in there um it was a it was a good time i mean it was um it, i know that i've 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 you know made you know similar comments to, to this before but it, and and you've already you know said a little bit like but it 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 really is genuinely um impressive how well all of these um you know how well all, all these uh, communities blend and how well and and you know and just the just the level of generosity that comes from all of our interlinked communities it's it's it 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 continues to blow my mind Mm. on a host of levels um it, it is yeah it's it's awfully humbling um especially when you you know as a result of it have to wax one of your nipples um that's always a a bonus too um did you did you catch much of a dk I, I know you sort of had a bit going on so um uh, i still caught um a majority of the the stream and it was at least kind of like lurking and stuff happened it was it was my mom's birthday last weekend so birthday. i ran off ran off to celebrate that <laughs> instead of hang around with you corn balls but <laughs> fair in any case fair. it was still great to see so much community engagement and how like Fang commented on this a couple times during the stream, just like how consistently we were pretty much over 50 viewers mm. all the time. Mm. Now, granted, I'm sure some of them were the people who were participating in the stream, but still, that's that's like a, a good chunk of people just 
watching Steve have to heap shit upon himself as he <laughs> waxes things off and puts gross things in his mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, all that. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Uh, did, did DK say mum? Oh, there you go. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Um, I wanted to make sure that it was comprehensible to our audience. You know? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> but, yeah, St- Stallion Ma. makes a comment in chat that he saw us peak at about 77 when, when we got that one that, that, that one raid in. That was cool. Um, but, yeah, like, 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 like very consistently for the for the entire 24 hours i think i only saw it dip under 50 like once or you know maybe five to ten minutes now granted you know i wasn't there for all of it but i feel like those numbers were pretty were were, were pretty consistent and sure you know so, so, some of the viewers were you know people who were participating but there were only basically seven of us total mm. and um and like dan wasn't watching on her set on a separate account she mm. was watching with steve-o um so really so there I mean, she could have got her numbers up more damn it dan come on <laughs> correct so so Gosh. you know so, so e- even if you drop out six viewers from that because you know we had to be do- doing the thing you're still looking pretty consistently at like 45 plus for a, for 24 straight hours for a community that is not super, super large. I mean, I mean, yeah, 600 followers on, on, on this channel. I know, I know, um, sends over, over a thousand now. Gray, mm. gray is it whatever he's at. I can't, I, I can't remember because I haven't looked for a while. But there's so much overlap between those three three mm. channels. It's like almost almost everybody who follows one of those, two, you know, if you're following one, you're probably following all three to an mm. extent. Or if you're following ours, you're probably following theirs. So the fact that there that there was such a relatively large percentage of the community there and engaged for you know good amounts of time. Mm. It's just, it's just amazing. Well, and that sort of that comes back to making sure that the that the stream's actually worthwhile watching. You know, like we, it's important to me that um that you guys are entertained by the shenanigans that happens during the chan- the the charity stream because, um, you know, why watch it otherwise, right? <laughs> like it's gotta people be people having weird shit done to them is always gonna play well on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, well, right. I I really enjoy the Wheel of Doom. I think next year we'll try and do we'll try and uh, add a few things. We've we've actually so we have already been talking about um, how next year is going to look. Um, right. I won't reveal too much about what we've got in mind. I think some people have some idea, but um, it's going to it's going to be a little different um but with the same kind of you know obviously with the same goal that we raise we raise some money for um an organization that's that's in need of it so um i uh one of the things that was really cool was that that i thought was really cool this year was um the giveaways that we got to do um obviously um congrats to to our main prize giveaway i'm stoked that um that Nate got to walk away with uh, the Lego set because I know he's a, a Lego aficionado. Uh, congrats to my yep. mum; she's an avid uh, gamer, so 
I'm sure the the PS5 Rigged. is going to go to good use. Rigged, <laughs> rigged, nepotism. <laughs> uh, that would that cracked me up actually. Um, we we was, we've been talking about. I, I I won't sort of go on too much about what's what's happening at the moment with that, but we we have some. I have been in chat with in communication with her about what she would like to do with it because I don't think she she is going to keep it um one of the things we are looking at is maybe donating it to the hospital um and seeing if they can actually use it uh you know in, in any games room or anything i'm a little apprehensive about doing that just because i know that whenever you have expensive tech equipment um out in like a semi-public area uh often that stuff goes walkabout so um we'll see we'll find a way to do something with it just give away the same one next year it's not a bad idea Daz. Oh, just imagine like <laughs> a whole bunch of like chains and zip ties around the PlayStation <laughs> Five, and it's just like sitting on some table in a hospital. Yeah, <laughs> like I make mean, sure that shit doesn't leave. I mean, that's not too far from kind of what they would what, what the they do. The problem with doing those. it is is um, now controllers are wireless, so like you can't, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. It's like it's hard to steal a console because I a it's so big. It's like trying to steal a heater. And B, like, you can lock that shit down. But, yeah, the wireless controllers, and they're worth, like, you know, what, 100, 120 bucks a pop. So, um, yeah, it's it's finding it's finding a way around having to have those kind of free-floating. So, um, but we'll see. Uh, I still, I, it's, it's still on my floor here. I haven't opened it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's just a, it's just a display box at the moment. So, um yeah it's a good call yeah <laughs> we we might it's give a it away call. next year it's pretty good um i i also want to give uh two more special shout outs uh the first one is to our good friends over at Aero beans because uh i'm, I'm so glad that they uh that tina and oh sorry that two fuck, that two and uh then and ninja jack um were able to to be such a uh, part of uh, of the stream and i'm stoked to be able to support their business and they they also sponsored some giveaways so thank you guys so much for that the other thing that i picked up this week and you'd be you'd be stoked to to see um our friend podgy panda local artist here in new zealand he um generously gifted some of his uh, artwork to the course so i have sitting here in my possession some real nice um art prints oh, nice. of his um so these will be heading out to the the people that won them as well uh i believe than you you picked up some of those uh some of that art yourself i did it's so did. nice man that's so nice rigged <laughs> <laughs> it just so happened oh, and these 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 pieces here they're just they're so good um i thought these were originals as well they're they're actually not that they're um sorry i thought they were sketches they are actually prints as well but um they look like sketches they're really they're really badass um but um i'm really glad about how many people uh the people that won them uh and no offense to anyone that lives further away than hamilton um but uh, a lot of people are going to be here over the next like month that won prizes so (laughs) so thankfully shipping's not gonna why would they be there steve (laughs) well funny you should ask uh we got a tournament coming up and i'm i'm real excited about it the european steves love them they do love them um we'll we'll close off we'll close off this but um i'm gonna i'm gonna um put together a 
um some highlight videos uh i've got all the footage and stuff from the the charity stream obviously 24 hours is a lot of content to go through um i have been going through and and clipping a bunch of stuff so that they live on the channel like for ever um you have lots of things in box that you're funny (laughs) um but yeah it's so it's it's really worthwhile checking some of those out because most of them are, are me getting waxed um and if you like to see me in somewhat distress it's worthwhile watching them <laughs> my wife man enjoys that far too much <laughs> I'm oh. so, so 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 really the 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 appeal isn't just the seeing you in pain although i will admit that is hilarious the oh, there was some the appealing appeal, happening yeah the the appeal genuinely is just yeah just how much delight dan seems to get in causing you that pain it's it's um it's it's funny oh, i love it it's fantastic uh, it just <laughs> like if if i could bring a smile to my wife's face in any way i'm happy to do it <laughs> uh but well, when, when i think she was like warming up the the wax strips or, or whatever i like i didn't know what she was doing at first and i was like oh my god yeah she's literally like rubbing her hands together relishing like like this moment like what a savage jesus um well and then and then and, and then yeah the the almost joker grin that she would do like as she was ripping the, the wax off it off 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 you steve it was it was just glorious she's got it's just fucking glorious she's got a fantastic set of chompers too so when she smiles like it just it's <laughs> it's it's terrifyingly beautiful is, is how i'd uh, yes. is how i'd describe it um but yeah it, terrifyingly beautiful or beautifully terrifying column yes. a column b <laughs> okay venn diagram there's some overlap <laughs> wise ma- all fun and games till the nipple comes off with the wax strip <laughs> a man of wise words once told there's a line in the sand man that's wise pickle pick appreciate that <laughs> um uh yeah so um yeah if, if you want to see some some uh hilarious clips go check them out they're, they're up on the channel as well um let's uh normally we'd we'd dive into than's uh you know grim reality uh for 20 minutes or so um i'm gonna <laughs> I can do uh, it in five <laughs> you want to do it, it? I, we've got we've got a lot of stuff we could if you want if you want to rip through it give us some bullet points steve just because so, you have to poop don't try to rush us through the show it's not <laughs> our fault that it's, you I can, it's it's not it's not there yet i can tell you that it's definitely not there when i, I start when i start hunching like this then <laughs> then uh then you could yeah <laughs> you made it through 24 hours you can make it through a short show come on <laughs> um man i'm yeah i'm not gonna why are we talking about me pooping oh that's not good content. that's <laughs> shitty content yeah give, just, give us our update then what you what you got going all right so obviously i'm still in a goddamn hotel room prison which sucks yeah prison but not really because i can leave um no, so it's gonna bust me out <laughs> So originally, um, I, I, I had a place that, that, that I was supposed to be buying that I signed for back in May, um, when, when I was out here and, um, if, you know, anybody who's been paying attention at all to real estate whatsoever knows that the market is markedly different now than it was five months ago. Um, so (laughs) yeah, 
that's fantastic. <laughs> if you wanted to do it at the end, we could have just left your update at that. So, Ben, what are you up to? Woo! <laughs> you know the Oscars when they have the the theme music that comes on, tells them to finish their speech. Damn it! Um, so, so oh, it's so, all bad. Damn good. <laughs> to that to to that end, the 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 builder as of like two weeks ago was selling the model house that I was. Same same fl- fl- floor plan for um, literally three eighty nine, and I signed mine at four twenty four. So I'm like, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So so went back to the 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 builder basically going. Um, so I know how many cancellations are happening because I pay attention to this shit. So how about you just lower the price to what you're charging now? We'll call it good. They came back with an offer that I thought was what was a first offer. We went went back again, going um, no, and they said nah, fuck you. This is the discount. Basically, took took it down to four oh nine, so still twenty k more than what they're charging. My concern being that when I finally got to the point of closing, the appraisal would come in much less than even that reduced price, and they'd go, okay, you need now you need to come up with more money to close, and I'd be like, no, because I can't. Um, in amidst all this, um the other community that i've been looking at when i was here in in may my real estate agent was working with another client in that community with the same sales rep who i've been working with she happened to mention what was happening with me and they're like hey we have stuff that's built and we have this really cool interest rate promo going on so long come short i canceled one contract signed a different one and i will definitely be in my new house by halloween but we're hoping for you know seven to 14 days before that that's so, awesome there there did it in five minutes Perfect. um because you you were um, saying like it was probably going to be like mid-november right mid to yeah late November. so 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 in in, in like <laughs> Basically, as I was as I was writing my fuck off email to the original builder, like I actually got the email through from them going, "Okay, your closing is going to be November seventeenth. Fuck. Which which considering my considering that place was supposed to be ready, um, like this week, like <laughs> the yeah the 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 original time frame was this week. November seventeenth, and I'm gonna stay in a hotel for set for basically seven more weeks. Really oh, brutal. So that, um, so the, but it's like it's it's all worked out very weirdly because the the triplex that I've ended up in is literally the exact same triplex I was looking at in this community back in May. Awesome. Just I was looking at I was looking at the middle unit, which was you know in budget at the time. Well, now because things have changed, one of the outside units, which was a better floor plan was in budget. So I've ended up in the same triplex with a better floor plan, with a better builder, with all the finishes are better. And I'm actually excited about moving into this house as opposed to the last one where it was just like, well, this ticks, this ticks enough boxes mm. and I can make all this work. So, um, yeah. Ticking boxes is, is, yeah. is the full play, right? Uh, you, you really need something more than just ticking boxes <laughs> yeah yeah so um and, well, and... <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say i'm really happy for you fan but i think the way steve said it was so much better 
Steve is so glad that Thanos moved on past foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to go straight to the penetration now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's fun too sometimes. But no, and so so it's so it 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 puts me, you know, more it, it puts me in um in an actual built-out suburb at the moment as opposed to being for, further out. So it's going to add you know, 10 or 15 minutes when I want to drive out to the coast, but oh well, it puts me closer to other stuff. So, civilization, um, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, civilization, exactly. I, I'm seriously happy you're like going to be closer to Hillsborough and not like out near banks or some shit. Oh, like, no. Out in the, like out in the sticks. Ah, <laughs> uh, yuck. Further yeah. from the tsunami zone. That's good. I mean, where I was also previously was not in a tsunami zone either, so it's fine. If you're getting tsunamis there, we're all fucked anyway. <laughs> yeah, we got bigger, bigger problems. And 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 the other bonus is, um, so the other house was like twenty to twenty five minutes from from my girlfriend's house. This one is like ten, so it's fine. It'll be good. Dan's got a girlfriend. Um. So. That's awesome, dude. I'm really stoked for you. Um, and yeah, sorry, I'm, I, I'm I said the words that I said to describe your happiness. <laughs> uh, but I'm so glad point, you did. At some point, I'm going to get a uh, cross stitch onto a blanket <laughs> and then give that to you as a housewoman gift. Um, <laughs> um, you went straight from Lord of the Rings to Fifty Shades of Grey, all in his, <laughs> his very quick jaunt through literary technique there. Uh, let's see a bunch of Fifty Shades of Grey face in uh, in channel if you've got it uh, in chat. If you've got them, here we go. <laughs> or don't. Um, or don't. No, that's awesome, bro. That's that's we very stoked. I'm very stoked that you'll get out of your um, your fun box uh, in the foreseeable future, rather than um, <laughs> than uh, you know having a fester in there for another two months almost um zero yeah. hundred real quick exactly right yeah. um hey v the cats uh, are happy also the cats are gonna be happy also oh yeah which is always a plus yeah true story they can jump around all nimbly bimbly at their new house um v just because you're here uh pretty soon we're going to be unveiling a new segment on uh either the resupply po- probably not the resupply podcast we already talked about fans crazy shenanigans uh there's no space for mine uh but uh at some point um We'll be doing the new segment, which is called... Stephen went to the dump shop. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's such a great drop. That's such a great drop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um... <laughs> um, right. Uh, let's talk about some lays... Oh, actually, Dika, you got anything you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that pretty much covered what we uh, had to get through. Uh, I'm just looking forward to some tournaments and stuff. Um, as uh, people may or may not have noticed, I guess uh, some people did, I had to brave the wilds of logging onto Facebook so I could upload some stuff <laughs> to the tournament groups uh, for, for laser tag. Because I, Sorry. after our conversation a couple of weeks ago uh, about like listening for arena sounds and things like that. And I think it was Lucy, but maybe it was somebody else who asked, is there like just a list of them someplace for all the PA drops in space Marines? And I'm like, well, I feel like I might've had those at one point, but I don't know. So I, I just went ahead and like made a document for that and shared it out to people on discord on mm-hmm. Facebook. You can look for it. Um, 
let me know if I forgot anything because I just had to listen back to a couple of games and was catching all the sound that they came through. Um, but it's possible I might have missed things. But I thought if you're not super familiar with Space Marines, um, like I know some of the European players, or if you're looking for something to help train up newer players to recognize certain things in game, that document's there for you. So I thought, why not? Mm. That's yeah. really helpful and really good uh, training material, I think. Um, again, off the back of what we were talking about. Um, yeah, because it's, it's certainly not a thing that gets taught uh enough now um so uh now that we have sort of gen 8 and and people have uh, newer players have more of a um uh crutch in in what in the information that's not crotch crutch uh the information that's on the back <laughs> but even so it's just not not a not a flattering way to describe it at all i'm a wordsmith <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this i'm quite Damn, I'm kids with their touch screens <laughs> I have a way with words. It's like a crutch for you. <laughs> it's a damn crutch. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be that'll be good to um, uh, to um, use as training material for uh, for people. Um, right. So we um, we had a we had a brief conversation. Um, oh, it, sucks. it really really sucks. Cheers. Oh. Let me that coffee. Uh, we had a brief conversation. Um, in our in our resupply chat um about uh about some um f- what's the best way to describe it some footage some footage that uh luke over actual at- laser tag content that yeah. we were going to discuss on this show <laughs> yeah and not only discuss but but crucify no 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 we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna go through and um and uh use use some of it as teachable moments but but more so it's um overall this video and these videos that luke from uh loveland colorado is is currently creating i enjoy pretty much all the content that luke creates uh on his youtube channel i think if you do exclamation, we drop a mischief in chat yeah exclamation, is it exclamation mischief. mischief yeah um we'll, we'll bring up his um we'll bring up his um his youtube channel so yep. if you haven't already go give him a follow because the stuff that he, he releases is really good um you have lasers news lucy as well on monday the new version of site opened in prague and prague is also hosting an international tournament over the weekend uh and you weren't nominated this year game which makes you sad because almost anyone who means anything on the laser scene will be there nominated is it like an invite only uh competition is it like a invitational um and uh none of us got invited either so that's okay lucy you can hang out with us <laughs> um share so, your pain yeah <laughs> but um let's let me switch across to um to our real fancy screen hang on Ooh, fancy <laughs> um we we're gonna today you know like any good teacher does today we're gonna watch a video um <laughs> so uh you know we're gonna let the the video and actually, you know, we have a professor here who's gonna take us through through some stuff. Do you? But, yeah. Do you want to switch it to like the yeah, the view this. where it's just us along the bottom small boxes? Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I feel like that might be better for visibility stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to do you want to give us a quick um, breakdown of what this video actually is and what we're gonna kind of talk about? Yeah, so this was a video that is now, it's actually now not the latest uh, video that Luke put up because I know they played again the other night and they put up another video. But this is from um, one that they shot 
I guess last week at members night. And, uh, it was really cool to see this video come together because it actually does weave together multiple cameras, multiple angles. And it really started getting me thinking. I'm like, Oh shit. All the times that we've talked about, how would you present this to a general audience? Mm -hmm. Like this is proof of concept right here. This is so much like more interesting well, I hate to, to watch. I think I hate to, I hate to cut in and I hate to burst your Okay. But, uh, but actually but Demi, Hawk, Demi Hawk at Auckland, uh, did it first so you're welcome <laughs> um we we did have a multi-cam uh set up but uh in fairness this one uh the camera the cameras and the editing is um i think a little better um but i have some critiques about it which um which we can talk about but anyway i, I hate to yeah interrupt I, I i think luke would probably be the first to admit that it's like there are still things that need to be worked on the system well, but the i think one, between right? yeah between yeah. this and the and the auckland videos yeah which you rightly point out i think we we do have like a solid basis for we know the direction this has to go to make it more watchable yeah it just there's there's so much to capture in a given moment and it's like, imagine if you were trying to do this in real time and commentate on it to like know which cameras to switch to and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm amazed they do that for live sports now. Like yeah. just the people who are responsible for, okay, go to this angle, go to this angle, go to this angle. Well, you kind of on, like just a, a drop of a hat. You kind of have to do it on a delay almost. Like watch a, mm -hmm. maybe a, a, you know, five to 10 second delay. Um, and the commentators are commentating on you know on the the feed rather than you know the scoreboard which which has been done in the past like we we, we did some commentary and some finals in detroit and uh the game screen um that we were getting to the the laptop was different than the game screen above so there was this weird delay and yeah yeah but anyway I digress. yeah you don't know what the peanut gallery is reacting to yet yeah yeah exactly oh <laughs> yeah what, what, what was that what happened <laughs> Yeah. Um, um I gotta but say other other stuff about about this uh video. Mm -hmm. Um it is a it is a ten minute game, first of all, because uh, I think that's all that they can get time allotted for uh, for their Loveland member nights, because uh, I think they have to switch off with gen pubs so they can't run full fifteens. So that'll be one thing to notice right off the bat is this mm -hmm. is a ten minute game as opposed to, to fifteen. And um we just kind of chatted about it during the week, the three of us about doing kind of a video breakdown and looking for certain things. Um, a few trends that, uh, that Steve noticed yeah. <laughs> that uh, I'm sure he will enlighten us on a few things, but anything that we say again is meant to be in the, the spirit of improvement and constructive criticism. We're not here to bash anybody's gameplay yeah. or anything like that. Um, but this Pretty is sure. like truly what I have in mind for when we're thinking about how to get better at laser tag. Mm. Like we would shoot the shit after member night all the time to try to remember what happened in, in different games, mm -hmm. but your memory is a little bit flawed. You don't know what was happening in other things. You couldn't always match it up with a particular moment on the scoreboard, all that kind of stuff. So your data was imperfect. Tools like this, where you can actually go back, look at footage, look at real time updates to the scoreboard to see where the game was at different states. Yeah. So much more helpful for, for sure. being able to review that information and to improve and to tell people like, Okay, so when something like this comes up in the future, like what kinds of things are we looking for and what do we need to do different if mm. it didn't go right that game? Yeah, I, I think it's... I, I'd like to reiterate that, like, yeah, this is certainly not an exercise of tearing anyone down. 
Um, and uh, overall, I I love love the um, the results that Luke is getting with um, with the footage that that he's putting together and Loveland as a whole are putting together, um, and also the editing that he's done. Like it takes so long to do, um, and yeah, it just yeah, it's overall a really good end product. Um, I I have some pet peeves. About, and you mentioned it. I have some some pet peeves about play styles that I haven't been able to um, maybe um, explain uh, properly in the past um, because this isn't you know this game is probably a, maybe a good indication as a, a problem that I have uh, with with the community as a whole, especially in America. Bloody cheaters. Um, <laughs> but but there's a, a particular how got to be number one by cheating <laughs> there is a particular um way that that people play and we'll, we'll talk about that as we go through but um it this this whenever you whenever you take footage um it during a game it's always going to highlight the things that people do wrong and sometimes like that that you know they like um you know snap decisions or whatever that happen and some people don't do it like people generally aren't like cheating quote unquote on purpose it's usually no, it no, usually no. comes Nothing down like to to poor form or reactionary stuff um mm-hmm. but yeah or just we? things to be mindful of like hey you could fix this thing by doing, doing by this. this one weird little trick oh we're gonna talk about that too click here to learn more um <laughs> good idea yeah so i guess there's basically like two different things that we'll be talking about on and off during the video. One is like things that we noticed in terms of uh, potential rule infractions that you can now review on video. And that might make a good teaching tool for other people to to say, Hey, this is a common way in which you can unintentionally violate this rule. Here's how to fix it. So that's one thing. And then just some kind of general, what are some interesting things that we would pick up on in a video and how does, how does that like relate to teaching people about the game yeah. and that kind of stuff. So, all right. Let me to, to start it up here. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Enhance. Right. So right. Everybody's starting up right off the bat. One thing I, I made a suggestion to Tucker, but probably should have made it to Luke directly. Um, the the player cams have player cam labels up the top left hand corner. You can't see them because of the um, uh, the little thingy there. But um, I I was saying like maybe if you if you do have ref cams or position cams in the arena, maybe name those as well because um, they're good for uh, like adding context to where those cameras are actually placed in the maze. So maybe give them like ref yeah. spot, you know, cubby or you know whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. this is up on the, the third floor near uh, the chamber, so the yeah. box on the third floor, I can tell just from that view. Usually, um, where one so, supply goes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, generally, I would say that that's one of the more, if not the most desired, resub spot in the Loveland arena. So, yeah. a lot of times, teams are fighting for it right off the bat. Um, so, Tucker's come across from the red side, which is on the the far angle behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do, do you have a? a some commentary about the way in which he's taking this corner here yeah so right off the bat and again this isn't just you tucker and you'll find that out by the amount of times i pointed this out in this video alone um one thing that that some players do i notice it happens a lot with the american style of play um 
is players will no longer the the art of keeping keeping like your gun in what i call the triangle so where your gun is in a position where it's out directly in front of you and your arms form a triangle back towards your body um a lot of players overseas have switched to this um, and whenever you are sighting down your barrel like this whenever you come around a corner the gun always uh, almost always clears the the corner before any any of your other senses do and that just immediately if you target somebody coming around a corner that is a shield that's that's blind firing um and you hopefully now that I, I bring it up people watching the rest of this will be like oh there it is there it is there it is and um it's one of my it's one of my all-time pet peeves with with laser tag um because that's such an easy fix you move the gun from here to here and you never deviate from the triangle if you're always in the triangle you never run into that problem because every time you come around a corner your shoulder's going to come first as long as you don't move the gun like this as soon as the gun moves away like that then you run into troubles but um yeah this here this stance here really bugs the shit out of me <laughs> um how do you deal with the recoil steve what recoil <laughs> gotta plant that it's a laser gun <laughs> there's yeah. no reason so, to hold again, a gun that, like this i like we're not saying that that tucker is clearly shielding here um because this is such an open area um you can you can kind of see that like there's just a ton of empty space in front of him so probably his shoulder would be visible to somebody who is coming through uh that Maybe. little um cut out right there maybe but that's one thing to bear in mind as you're coming around corners I, like if you're out like this there's a good chance that you can lead with your gun i would argue that um because i've seen and i sent you screenshots <laughs> where uh, later on in this game um specifically tucker moving around a corner like this his gun comes around first in fact i think i've got two instances if you slow the footage down you can see very clearly the gun comes around the corner first um so whilst yes you are in an open area as soon as you clear that corner um that is to his well to our right <laughs> his left mm -hmm. that wall there as soon as you move around that wall um if the gun comes out first and he targets somebody that's a shield um mm -hmm. yeah uh your chest is also super visible to them all right now but what my point is that it's not in line with the chest it's actually a little bit out so the gun always almost always clears the the corner first and that's that's almost always a shield and this is my point and we uh, i i can send you some some stills as the as to yeah um this is not a good example he's got the triangle and and isn't side on um but he is side on but anyway so that that camera angle might not show very clearly here but just the way that i can see him sliding down here and again this isn't a, a knock on you tucker this is uh, a um a wider um a wider community issue that i see is is probably the main issue um but yeah it's it's a natural posture for walking around structure but you can easily avoid that if you stick your gun like this and you sidestep around corners yeah um anyway shall we move on because there's a lot of these <laughs> i mean I, I like generally i think your point about being able to to move sideways through a door is something that people just don't necessarily do enough in general is utilize lateral movement to get yourself into a better position mm -hmm. 
and not just as a player either, in order to see things sometimes as a ref, just being able to kind of move from side to side versus like having to move around a corner in that, in that way can be advantageous. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go, let's go to the next one because we, we're only 16 seconds in, 18 <laughs> seconds. Uh, very quick, <laughs> happy birthday to you, Disgusto. Hopefully it was a good one. See, that's good. That's good moving. That's sideways. The shoulder, the shoulder clears first. Mm-hmm. Um, one critique I had for the editing of this video, some of the quick cuts are really hard to, to keep up with. Um, but what it does do is it adds, like, good um, pacing, I suppose, like, to add franticness yeah. as if you were, like, watching a... Um, uh, watching it like an action movie or something camera angle doesn't help exactly right trash and also um uh probably maybe i should clarify not not every time is it blind um but it's harder to it, it's it's it, it, how did i word it in chat that it, it blurs the line more when you when you play like that um it can create bad habits going around corners, mm. I think is is just sort of the bottom line. Mm. Whereas like if you look at how Josiah is positioned right now, that's a perfect example of the triangle you were talking about yeah. where you have shoulder, chest, gun is right there mm. in the middle in between those zones. So he can move left, he can move right, and definitely will not be will not be in a, in a blind fight. Yeah, because the, the shoulder will definitely lead in, in any case. Yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> that there. Okay, so yep. <laughs> that one right there. Another one. So we'll go back. See that play out? So see how how um Dr. Feelgood is coming out here. So okay for for where he's looking right now down that hallway, but as he turns, you see gun was out to the side. It's kind of lateral in front of him, so that when the gun clears this plane right here, definitely that's the first thing coming out, not the shoulder. Yeah, um, I think that was the first one that I, I sent you. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I had just yeah. seen one prior to that that was really the one the one that we discussed before with that coming around the corner. That was more meant to be as a setup example of, look, it's fine because of where he's standing, yeah. but in another instance, this one in particular, like that, pretty clearly is the gun is coming out first relative to this plane that's down toward um toward big box i guess it is mm. so he's fine as he's pointing toward chamber because his right shoulder is out but then as he turns he doesn't turn his body so in that situation you have to make sure that you bring your shoulder forward like that instead of being like this and then just kind of moving that way yeah, if you're checking yeah. the other it's, corner. it's always like it's always kind of strafing movements like the strafe the sh whenever you strafe around the corners it's it, and you have that good posture set up um it means that your shoulder is generally going to clear first or or the way that um i've seen the the detroit players do it and not really anywhere else because um scythe and micro are both so good at it they do this thing where they have their gun drop quite low in line with their shoulder and they step out like that so both come out basically at the same time and having having the two hit zones at different planes um it kind of throws off the person shooting back at them which is uh, yeah, really. and it also consolidates your hit zone to be as small as possible like 
having, especially in Gen 8, if you have a hit zone here and hit zone here, like there's a huge amount of overlap mm. versus the way they take the corner when they bring the gun like all the way up yeah, in line like with the right shoulder, here. it basically yeah. minimizes it to right in this area. I love I love that shot. When, when you do it clean, it's it's so fast and mm-hmm. so good. Um, yeah, but it, it yeah it takes a second to set up though, and you have to know what you're doing, and it's it's a difficult shot yeah, to yeah, hit. Yeah. And both of them are very good at it, but it it takes practice mm. for sure. Okay, so let's go a little bit farther. This maze, by the way, Loveland Maze is a beautiful maze. It's such a good, uh, it's such a good public maze. Um, oh yeah. As a as a as a public maze, it's one of the one of the be- <coughs> best ones I've been in for mm, sure. It's so nice. I would agree with that. What do you got for us, Professor? So let's watch how how simply okay takes this corner, which is the same corner that Tucker took before. Mm-hmm. And Steve, I want your your commentary as to whether the whether this is better, worse, the same. So his gun is a little lower there, and again, the angle doesn't do it great justice but i think he's not quite as uh square like he's not quite as uh what's what we need a name for that what's the name of that stance there um rifle stance <laughs> um, i guess yeah that's sort of a rifleman stance if, it, if it's more toward your toward your shoulder CS2, or it's more or your it's more like side i guess on. parallel rather than perpendicular to your body side on stance okay let's let's go to the side on so he comes round, um and i think his gun is a little more center in his chest um mm-hmm. yeah so if you were on a back Yeah, I th- by the to me it looks like his his shoulder comes round f- like either simultaneous or first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I had it noted that that is a better way to take mm-hmm. that corner. Um, you know, anytime that your gun starts to turn like more than about forty five degrees, I think from where you are oriented in front of you, mm-hmm. that's where you run into a risk. So that's a little bit riskier. But I had thought that that was a, a much better example of taking that corner relative to what had happened previously. And again, if someone was right in front of them, no problem. Mm-hmm. But if someone is at the immediate juncture of that corner mm-hmm. and your gun comes around, that's when it's a problem. Usually more like. Uh, probably more likely to to reactionary turn the gun even more um past that mm-hmm. 45 what you're saying not targeting who's not shooting exactly right exactly it's more like it's more like habit forming stuff right like you you play the same way that you would if somebody was there that you were potentially t- uh shielding against um yeah you also did the gun slightly yeah yeah i liked it look good yeah that's fine Look at that vista. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little section coming up here. I think it was right along here, as I, I think, where I wanted to, to comment. So here's Josiah. So Josiah and Tucker, I think, are both here. I th- is that Tucker or is that Bromatized now that I'm looking again? Oh. I couldn't tell actually who was standing next to, if that was Tucker or if that was um, Bromatized, who was standing mm. next to Josiah in that example. But my note for that was, if that was, in fact, Tucker, which I'm less sure of that seeing it in the larger screen now, <laughs> um, that that would mean that Red had both of their three hits, essentially, um, 
that would be along the, this section of the of the green ramp, but that doesn't give them very good coverage. So you want to probably have Josiah either kind of move around onto second to get a, a better angle, or you want to have the players above more that's bromatized or or Tucker move up a little bit so they can create like more of a, a, a multiple angle on um, the the area that's going over toward Fun Box to the top of the uh, red section, I guess. Tucker said it was him. That was him. Okay. So yeah, just noticing that both the three hits are clumped together here, um, which it's fine if they're both on that side, but my general thinking would be you would at least want to spread them out a little bit to create a little bit better I coverage mean, sometimes that, from where your angle's converging. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're just like this, um, just to, you know, because they saw one person. And so, you know, with um, Bagel being the commander, he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to try and get that, that shot on that person or whatever. Like, I don't know if they be hanging around necessarily on this ramp together for an extended period of time yep. and then it already cuts away at another angle so yeah i didn't have a, a whole lot else there i was just kind of trying to con- um, conceive of where different players were at any given time it's like okay but if you know both the three hits are on one side then that's something that the other team can potentially uh like work around versus if you're getting flanked from three hits on either side it's way harder to deal with mm. Oh, because that was yeah, Doctor Feelgood in that uh, at the top of the ramp. What's what's that part called? Mm-hmm. On through on uh, the chamber. Yeah, is that at the other end of where the? So he's moving from yeah, Funbox yeah. toward Chamber right now. Right from from Funbox to Chamber. Yeah, because he's okay. yeah from Funbox to to Chamber because yeah. Chamber is basically up here where where the ref is, and this would be the view from Doctor Feelgood's camera. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, it says at the top. <laughs> so yeah he comes around and now we can see that yeah tucker just passed out passed out of frame josiah's down here on second floor next to closet basically that let dr feelgood come across the the top there and just take chamber completely unopposed because both the three hits were clustered together in closet so they don't have like a good angle to to oppose his movement going across there where's josiah He's just to the left, right? That's not him there. Josiah's here. Is that him? In the hat. Yeah, Pretty sure. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in a beanie. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you can see a little bit more clear there. Yeah. Okay, where's the next one coming up here? That one. So here, <laughs> yep, here's another example. Okay, let me go back a couple of seconds. Santa Beanie, yeah, it threw me. Uh, also, what I was utilizing, if you want, is if you uh, slow down the um, the playback. So if you go to the where it says the high def on the cog, yeah, yeah, and then uh, change playback speed to twenty five. Which we have, we'll go to twenty five. Do a quick uh, little breakdown here. <laughs> oh, it's like the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> okay so then we can go frame by frame now yeah boom that right there yep, look at look at that gun look at where the shoulder is um now again he hasn't targeted anyone just yet but when whenever you mm-hmm. do this stuff you can assume that um you can assume that this is the way that a lot like some people will come out of this cubby hole um and as soon as you do target someone like right there the only thing that's that's exposed is the phaser. Um, 
Yeah. Newer member that's trying to break some habits from from the military. Okay. I mean, yeah. fair. Well, yeah, uh, but that, that's why we do this. So now we, we have an example of, okay, here's what he did. Here's how you, how, how you fix it. Yeah. Military industrial complex fucks up even laser force members now. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think, um, and that's that's quite a big thing. Like whenever we have um, players, like new players that have come from other um, game, other war game type games, so airsoft or if they're in the military or if they've ever shot an, an actual gun, it's so, it's kind of... Um, counterintuitive uh, yeah yeah because it's you very don't, counterintuitive for yeah them. you don't want to expose all the bits all the hit zones um but we play we play you know this rule set because because of the things that it promotes it promotes more of a, a speedball type of a game rather than um you know Bunkering. yeah rather than military uh uh simulation yeah yeah because <laughs> it's certainly not that <laughs> Well, and something that I, that occurred to me is you talking about it being a rifleman stance, but come to think of that, it really wouldn't be because if we actually did have something that's more like a rifle where you did have to rest it against your shoulder, you would be probably more likely to clear the corner with your shoulder actually out. But because your gun can move to the side much more and you don't have to worry about that, that's when you can get into tilting it. That's when you can get to bring it out past the plane of your shoulder right. because you're not keeping it rested against something. Again. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not casting like specific judgment on players or calling anyone dirty or anything like that. This is purely for training purposes. No. Yeah. So, so to avoid that again, what you do is just, instead of setting here, you just bring the shoulder forward, bring your right shoulder forward. So yeah, if you're you moving, move you know, to your right, so if you're moving out, you need to look left, your right shoulder needs to come forward. Yeah. And same if you're moving to your right, your left shoulder needs to come forward. You kind of, it's best to set up your moves before you make them almost like if you if you no, definitely not calling players definitely calling players dirty <laughs> no 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 not at all um uh but it's it i find it's best to like you you kind of take a moment to set your body up to then move um to make sure that it's you know not in all, all instances but certainly in a position like this where you're about to make like almost a um a proactive move rather than a reactive move you know um yeah. Anyway, that's what you heard. <laughs> All right. So let's move forward a little bit. I'll put it on normal speed until we need to do another breakdown, just because the matrix view is weird. Yeah, yeah. And like audibly. Okay, got some resupping there. I still am just, you know, just stoked at the content that. Luke's creating. It's so good. Stuff. I mean, again, I mean, I mean, we 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 acknowledge the the you know, Demi Hawk was you know did 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 some of this before with you guys in in Auckland, but ha yeah, having having both of these kind of as as templates now, and how can we make it better? And and also really like I mean e even like the 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 camera stuff that that the that the, the um, um, fuck. The Perth tournament. Those guys. Oh yeah, Aussie, fuck. Aussie yeah. titles. Yeah, yeah. Aussie, mm -hmm. th th thank you. God damn it! Like brain, brain was just like, dude, there, there, <laughs> there thing. was a thing. I cannot, I cannot remember the thing in the place. Um, but <laughs> it like, happened at one time. Yeah, but you know, but between like all of these things, like there's 
there's a, a really nice foundation to be able to make something yeah that's relatively consumable mm. for non non players as it were well i was talking to a friend of mine this week who came and played uh, at our members night on month on tuesday and um because he saw the stream set up the way that we were streaming the scoreboard and he was like oh wait so do you just do you just have like the scoreboard up and i said yeah like as a player um and most players like we we just mostly want to see the scoreboard and he said well because we've got security cameras set up in the maze he's like do you not have feed access to those like wouldn't it be better to have those up and i was like i mean it, it maybe from like a spectator uh, perspective like that'd be good for the general public as having those kind of cameras set up but as a player of space marines the most important thing that we kind of want to watch is the scoreboard um mm. and uh yeah it was it was a different way of thinking i, I suppose for non-space marines uh kind of player player thought <laughs> anyway Okay, so we're going to look at, at something else here right. that is about to happen. Okay, so we got a little issue here is we have, look how many people on the red team all on this ramp. There's the recep right here. So you got um, Brahmatized and Jidoku right here and both the scouts who are below them. And it looks like they're not entirely sure where they're going. So what, what what kind of issues do we have here? Clumping. <laughs> we got some clumpage. We got some clumping. <laughs> That's not to be confused with the crazy dance style uh, that we do on the streets. So a, a second ago, one or two, uh, let's see, just before this. So here, they're okay. So the reset is stopping here, crouching low on the ramp, resupplying the scout and then they can move on at least they have they have some cover here but then as they start going up the ramp Brahmatized and jidoku both get shot from somewhere maybe from behind maybe from above you have both scouts that are below them one's going up one is going down and i just had in my notes what's the plan here because you need you need either visibility or cover ideally you have both but you need at least one of those things mm. to effectively like move your up to someplace effective Right now, they don't have either of those things. There's a scout who's out of position. They need to have one scout who's kind of watching above, letting them know whether it's safe to come. And the other one should be either getting resupplied or, or somewhere else. But essentially, like where Loki is right now, mm. that should be flipped with Bromatized. Loki should be the first one up that map, up that ramp to go clear it for them if he was just getting resupplied from them. They need to send him up first. He calls them up, lets them know what's actually happening versus here it looks like they just kind of got stuck on the ramp and then didn't know what their next move was. This this whole area too is such a like death zone. <laughs> if you get caught out in this area trying to come up these ramps and there's any green Especially player. Pencils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's why Loki didn't want to go up there. He was worried about the pencil. He's oh, like, I'm going to let Bromatize run over that thing. I don't want to slip. I was standing where I think who's this the new scout. Uh, I don't yeah, know I, I I heard them mention his name a couple of times on stream, but I yeah. did not note it effectively. It's the one with all the the yeah. face characters. <laughs> yeah. So I I was as a race man standing in that corner, and I watched uh, I watched Titch run down the ramp on the right where um, 
bromatizers and basically eat shit from about halfway slide into the <laughs> into the guide wall at the bottom and then pop back up and then like have the best game of his whole tournament on a <laughs> on a fuck knee, fuck knee. <clears throat> yep yeah that was that that was a thing he mm, did that he did do that all right what a dick <laughs> all right next up sweet roof shot okay so one thing i'm noticing here <laughs> yeah you gonna say something steve no got nothing to say i'm just pausing a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> so here we have the green race up in the fun box here at the the top of um, the red ramp resupplying people perfectly acceptable uh it looks like um oh they must have just uh resupplied the the commander but they don't really have very good visibility here. The top is covered because you have Simply OK basically crouching here in the lower left, and I assume looking down the axis um, toward the chamber to cover the, the top side. But even after they, they resupply him, the resup just kind of stays there. They're just looking down into the corner. You don't have the medic looking around up to the top of chamber. You didn't have Azor, who's playing um, ammo, looking down the ramp to see if anybody's coming on that side. So it's good that they're focused on resupplying the commander. That is your first job as a resupply. Mm. But in between, when you're not actively doing that, you can still be looking around, just gauging the situation, because you don't want somebody to sneak up on you from either side. It's a tough one. I think, is Ezra kind of a newer player? I think I saw something mm -hmm. about That's that. my understanding, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's a little it's a little hard for newer players. She is? Okay, so it's a little hard for newer players, obviously, to, to um, have... She's three months in? Okay. Yeah, have that whole um, awareness of... Like, first and foremost, as a newer player in the resupply you need to, like the first thing that you should like focus on learning is how to how to double tap um taking instruction from either the other the other resupply partner or working on being able to to give instruction yourself that's first and foremost what you should do um once you once you get that sorted then um then is the time to kind of start looking outside of of those duties to to kind of keep an eye out and and yelling at people coming in and stuff but that's you would hopefully lean on the other more experienced resupply if the other person is a little more experienced to kind of take that role as well. Um, there's nothing stopping the players being resupped from keep lookout in the situation. Resupp needs to focus on their job. Yeah, I, I would. I would... That, that, that's true. That's yeah. true. I'm, I'm just saying you can take a take a quick look because it's going to be eight seconds while be. they're down. I would say that's that's, yeah, you can that's getting into more advanced kind of resupply play. Um, well, we're the advanced resupply podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> it's in our fucking name, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd probably say I'd, I'd, I'd go. Yeah, I'd probably agree with Trash. Like, I, first and foremost, as someone who predominantly plays heavy, I, I want my resupply resupplying first and foremost. Like, as soon as you start fucking around with like, not not necessarily taking shots, and I don't think that's what you're saying. What you're saying is no keeping an eye out. But like, you know, if you're just learning the role definitely focus on just doing that one job you know getting getting double taps in and mm -hmm. and you can even that. have like one resupply player tell tell the other one like just a, a quick tap of okay focus back now like have the medic keep track of that stuff yeah. about how long their downtime is and fortunately since your gun counts it down 
you can even tell the resupply like hey two seconds so that way they can just be in position ready to go yeah yeah it, it, or anything, anything, anything like that i'm I, talking about th these are like real real minuscule adjustments i'm talking sure. now but if you want my input that's what it is you do this in the next video we might have to talk about that next time <laughs> um you guys keep putting them out we'll keep shitting on them. no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see through all the fog in the latest video, so. <laughs> I love me all right. Fog. So I think we have like almost thirty whole seconds until something else comes up that I wanted to talk about. I just appreciate the thirty whole lasers. seconds. Wow. Um. Yeah, that there is just kind of again walking around with with that, but. No, we'd have to go back. We, there's plenty more examples of it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I think we lost DK. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's problematic. That is problematic. DK's the one who's... Uh, look at that. Look at that. That's, uh, that's never a good thing. Uh, not the professor. How good does internet lose to fans? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so the uh, okay he's back again <laughs> oh boy the actual answer to that tucker is i'm actually using my hotspot for the street for for this stream right now instead of the hotel internet that is how his internet lost well him. that was unfortunate what was the last thing i said <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know that's all right <laughs> well i was saying okay so when we go back to this view now we're in in fun box and what do we have going on here uh, it's, what did we just of, talk there's about? There's a lot of clumping. There's a whole lot mm -hmm. of clumping. <laughs> We're getting clumped. Yeah, so we got but, we got quite the fun box cluster. So if you have an enemy three hit who can come in right now, that is looking mm -mm, yum yum like some delicious lunch right there because you got a heavy who's <laughs> off, you got a scout who's off, and you just got the resupply hanging out there. So it's time for for a three hit to feast. But red's out of position. Yeah. And so this, they, they don't have any coverage. Yeah. Of of big box to so to like watch who's coming in and out of um who's coming out of that fun box there on the corner and they don't have anybody who's pressing from from chamber. So green isn't being punished for clustering up here. Mm. So clusters are bad, but hey, if your enemy's gonna let you do it, why the hell not? But this Go ahead and take resup. From from the very small amount that I played in this maze, this seemingly happens quite a bit with, with teams. Um this this is one of the choke points where if you have your resupply um in the fun box like this is some um, this is a risk that you run because you know there's there's no room and it also makes it really hard if you do have um some uh less experienced resupply players um it can make it really difficult on them to actually get the doubles because you're so cramped up and you're shooting at funny angles and you're getting the ir crossovers and all sorts of stuff so mm, try and avoid this but it happens mm -hmm. well because so i'm looking now Dr. Feelgood is on 13 lives, 15 shots. So in this kind of scenario, definitely has enough, at least once he's up, he's down right now. So that doesn't make any difference. But once he's up, slide out toward chamber, make sure that hallway is clear before you come back for resupply rather than just sitting where he is, not backtracking, not doing anything to kind of secure that area. That's what you need to be mindful of. Um, Luke, who is going here is... Hmm? Were you talking about Dr. Feelgood? Dr. Feelgood, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Luke, who is Jarrett's dad in this situation, <laughs> change his name, is on 8 and 14. So definitely warrants taking at least one resupply. 
But as a scout, even if he takes one resupply, that's going to put him up to 13 and 24, which is enough that you can at least go check the ramp to make sure that it's clear rather than just uh, everybody sitting there all the time. Mm. That, that's just my biggest thing is that when people start clustering, people say, I need resup. Sometimes even getting one resup is going to be enough to allow you to buy just that little bit of breathing room so that you're not all just tucked into fun box or chamber or closet or anywhere else mm. where all of a sudden you have four people who are all standing within a, a five square foot space in a, you know, <laughs> 6,000 square foot arena. It's like, if we're not having very good coverage, we have all four of us right here. I cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I am. Um, I, I do. Uh, it, when in those scenarios, it's really important to kind of communicate with your team. Like if you have two people coming, I need it. I need it. I need it. One of those people has to, has to make the call. Okay. Uh, we'll take, well, you know, either we both or uh, I'll take one and then I'll kind of like hover, you get full and then I'll come back or whatever, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And in general, that usually should be the scouts because they get resupplied so easily. That's right. But Dr. Feelgood has enough stuff. I mean, sure, I'd want more shots if I were him and I like sitting at 15 shots, but 13 lives is plenty. And 15 shots is enough that I can at least clear out an area to make sure the resupply is secure and that I'll be able to keep getting doubles upstairs, which is really what I care about. It's yeah. not getting the one right now. It's getting the next five where I don't have to be under pressure somewhere where we're constantly getting attacked. Right. All right. All right, moving on. Damn, it must be nice to be able to see over that wall. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Yeah. Damn. Don't be Max. That's such a nice man. Okay, so well. Dr. Feelgood's coming back across. There's the other angle. So pretty much right around here. I think like, I just wanted to pause at the, like, the seven-minute mark. Back up just slightly, because I know Luke also did a a uh, breakdown and commentary with some of the the Loveland guys on this video. And I know something that he always asks is, "What do you guys think you could have done to get back in the game?" This was a moment that kind of stood out to me as to, all right, when did the game start turning and when is the time to regroup? So by the time we have Dr. Fugler coming across here, we have Green Scout and a ref who's looking downstairs. Obviously not a lot's happening. Dr. Fugler's coming down. I think that might've been simply okay going back upstairs. So Green has control of the upstairs by that point. So this is the moment if you're looking for a place um, if you're the, the red team, like when did it start to break down for us? When do we need to regroup? It's right here. It's three minutes into the game at the seven minute mark on the timer that green has solidified control of upstairs. Red still has a lead on points. Uh, they're still, they're set ahead on a bunch of gens. So it's, it's yeah. artificial, yeah. but they're not so far behind. They couldn't come back. Green just took control of upstairs, but they haven't started sending attackers down yet. So if there's a moment for red to regroup, this is where they need to take advantage of that. Mm. Just real quickly, because uh, it shows up just on that seven-minute mark or thereabouts, um, this maze has a lot of these top-down shots shooting from upstairs to downstairs, and I'm always, I've always been wary about them because, A, we don't really have them at our maze, but, B, um, I think that if you pause it right now or, or, or go back and run it, like... Yeah, I'm going to go back and slow it down. Yeah, um it always to me is such a it's playback speed yeah um mm -hmm. it's such a tough one to get to make sure that you're there 
legitimately showing senses shooting over this wall. Now, um, I, I miss who that is. Is that the the other? Um, uh, this might be the other scout. That might be M1 yeah, Abrams. I'm M1 not Abrams. totally sure. Um, a lot of taller players can make that shot, um, but not always. That's Kalkins. Oh yeah, that is. That's simply okay. Is it? Before before it blurred, yeah, I could see that's him. Oh, random. Um, but yeah, like depending on angles and stuff, this is always such a a murky shot. It's not so bad from these walls, but when you when you start shooting back over by the fun box down into that corridor underneath the ramp, that shot. There's so many pipes and shit that hang over there that like kind of make that shot like impossible. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's. It's really? really like the straight down vertical shot. The way that Calkins has it here is going to be fine because his shoulders out. He's he's at a, basically a lateral angle to that. He's yeah. not like directly down where you might let your shoulder slip back behind the wall yeah. and just have your gun that comes over. Yeah, but like is the real danger for those vertical shots. They're, hard, they're really hard to to referee these kind of shots, and as a result, I find that they don't get called as much as they kind of should. But um, yeah, it's just the the nature of the game, I suppose. Mm. I don't like it. Oh. Whoops. Oh no. Well, and there's and and there's those type of shots are one of those things where it's like the you're 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 hoping that everybody is also playing to to the spirit because you're not always going to be able to play to to the letter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, it, and and I and and I think that's that's the, that's one one of the other things that, that's worth you know noting as well. It's like if people are you know make making the genuine good faith efforts to you know not be a dick when they're taking cer- certain shots, like that goes that goes a long way you know to quality of of game on on a member's night as far as like. You know, not getting shitty at 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 other other people. Um, mm. You know, if if you can t- if you can tell somebody's genuinely m- making the effort to to do the thing, even if they end up not being not doing the thing correctly, you know, being able to like go go to them later and say, "Hey, I I could tell that you were really really trying to do that cleanly, but it wasn't quite clean because X Y Z like." Yeah, that's that's that that's that's also helpful. Mm. What do you got from DK? So here we have something that I think many players can relate to. So we have the the Red Scout going up the the green ramp. <laughs> um, you have Doctor Feelgood has put him down. Guess what's going to happen next, ladies and gentlemen? Blown away. Look what happened. I don't like what's happening just here either, but we'll talk about that after this. Uh, but this is, okay. again, well, I think... It, so I, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to run that clip, so so go ahead. So he gets missiled. Okay. What are you going to say, Steve? So, um, well, let's... No, no, we'll talk about because it, it hasn't happened yet. But we'll talk about, yeah, what you're going to talk about. I assume is um, standing in one place is is not always a good idea 
Um, no, and I'd say particularly here, there is really no reason for for this uh, to happen. So again, newer player, so not knocking or anything like that. But yeah. I even see more experienced players do this, where they'll be faced up with a three hit, and what is it that they will always yell out, Steve? Uh, don't give them the reset. Yep, <laughs> it's don't pop out, don't pop out, don't pop out. Yeah, what always happens? They always pop out. <laughs> I blame somebody. Always I blame, pops out. I blame Tucker. You should have killed him, Tucker. I blame you. <laughs> but him, he, yeah, yeah, no, nah, just jokes. <laughs> but here's my thing is that, okay, so say your team doesn't pop out. What's the plan here for this scout? It looks like Dr. Philgood's still on two hit points. So you're probably not going to take him down, even if you, you come up and you mutual with him. Now you're in the same spot. Nothing else has really happened. You're not going anywhere. You just got put down again. How? Other than the fact that you're causing Dr. Feelgood to... You might get a hit off, but other than the fact that you're causing Dr. Feelgood to stare at you, which since his resup is right down here, maybe isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he's, he's drawing that, that kind of attention is fine. But otherwise, it doesn't really help your team that much. So it's in situations where it's like you're not actually doing anything for your team and you're telling other people don't pop up and shoot this guy who's here. Well, <laughs> it's going to be my reaction. If I'm across the, the, the field and I see lights, I'm probably going to shoot at him. Yeah. Maybe he'll get one on me and then he'll miss on my teammate. It's not because of anything that I wanted to do. I wasn't trying to be a reset for you, but if you're just standing there, you're not helping me out very much. Yeah. Again, this, this maybe comes down to an experience and, and again, that's, that's just, the nature of being inexperienced you learn this stuff by this stuff happening to you um well also also to, to be fair um T tucker in chat said that you know he said that the slade was there tucker went to make the shot and he missed mm. so 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 there was but that's also there... why you don't stand there your teammate might miss <laughs> <laughs> um what i don't I, I don't like what's about to happen so um slade gets the missile and then moves back and to me that's a block um because whilst you he's not you're supposed to get 50 percent of the path um he hasn't he hasn't either moved to give 50 or like stayed still so the player can run around and to me to me he's moved back and has impeded that player's ability to run past him i think that's a block i don't think he's given 50 percent of the path um well definitely where his leg is right now his leg is out in the path yeah so, so if you watch, watch he runs back but as he comes forward he does try to bring it in but because of where he's standing yeah he's, he's not moving to the side he's he's running back to, to try and like that that kind of play and maybe maybe trage could could weigh in here as well but to me that that's a that's a block that's you're not doing you're not giving 50 percent. you're you're trying to uh, you're still moving in a way that's like putting uh putting the other player like in a less effort because if you watch him as 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 dr feelgood runs backwards the scout stops running forwards um there so he's had to slow down in order to move past him and yeah i i think that's it see because uh dr. yeah the Feelgood fact that he has to that he has to slow down I mean, part of that is also, I'm sure he doesn't want to have a collision with Slade in but that that's, in that's that the example. point. Like, he's trying to run yeah. past him, and the player's not giving 50%. Um, he's moved into a position... He hasn't moved into a position where he's given 50%. He's he's still impeding that player's path. So, I, I yeah, I think that's a that's a block person, but... 
I would. I, I tend one. to. I tend to agree with with Ducky here. This one's a little bit dodgy, but it's interesting that you bring this one up because there's another example of a potential block and dangerous play that comes up later in the video that I thought would bear a lot more commentary. So Andrew. it's interesting that you bring this up here. I want you to keep that in mind because Perfect. when we go over the one of the next ones. Okay, so Doctor Feelgood comes down the ramp here, goes face up with Tucker. Doctor so I think it's, it's basically time. right about here. <laughs> What's that? So you didn't miss him this time. Yeah, I didn't miss him that time. So Dr. Bill Good has come down past him. Here I kind of feel like is another one of those inflection points where Tucker kind of needs to make a decision as the heavy. This is a really hard decision to make because of where his lives and shots are. He's like not in a comfortable position to go either way. He's not so low that it's like he has to get reset right this second. But he also knows that he now has an enemy heavy that is downstairs that's on the loose with him. So you have options and things to consider as a heavy. Now, I'm not saying any one of these is the 100% correct decision because there are so many variables that go into this. Mm. What are your lives and shots at? Who else is around you? What's the overall flow of the game? So again, I'm not going to say that any one of these is correct, but with an enemy heavy now floating around downstairs, you need to decide, am I going to focus on them as the primary threat? Am I going to try to move my resupply somewhere else where they are not being threatened by this heavy immediately? Or am I going to take this opportunity to punish the other team because now I know the enemy heavy is down here. That means his resup is probably alone upstairs and I can go hit them without having to worry about the enemy heavy being there. So those are like kind of your your three things. Not necessarily. The the likelihood is that the commander's probably up getting resupplied, right? Um, Yeah, wouldn't you love to fuck that up? Yeah, but you've got to have a lot of confidence <laughs> in your in your ability as as a heavy to be on low lives and then go on an attacking run, leaving your resupply unguarded with a heavy floating around. Like I, I probably yeah. wouldn't make that call. <laughs> no, I'm, probably probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But I'm I'm saying like that is one of the things that just like as explaining the game for a new player, like what would should people be thinking at in this moment? Mm. If you're in Tucker's position. Like, those are essentially your three options right now. Because, sure, you can get some more resupplies to fix your immediate problem because you're on 8 and 17. Not really where you want to be as heavy. You'd like to have a little bit more than that. Mm. But with that enemy heavy roaming around downstairs, there's no way that you're going to be able to just resupply at will. So mm. those are things that you need to think about. Should I move my resupply? Should I just focus on this heavy to let other people resupply? What? How should I handle that? Thought process here is thus, John and Josiah is upstairs and you have been low lives again. You firmly believe you can fend Slade off. So I tell Bromatires to move freely, but hit me if I ask. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Perfect. Given direction to your resupply and you have a you have a plan. I, I think as long as like as long as you give clear instruction, like regardless of what happens, if it's bad instruction or good instruction, clear instruction is better than no instruction. because um, if you give mm-hmm. clear instruction and it turns yeah. out that it's the wrong thing to have done you can learn from that but at least at least you know it it gets into good like uh you know good captaincy almost but just good good clear instruction for your resupply to follow and then you know you live with the consequences of whatever that that turns into um yeah but that that is a decision so that's a a good one to know that you've made that that okay i need to focus on the enemy heavy it is definitely one of those things where um sometimes a a a bad decision made quickly it can be better than a good decision made in a delayed fashion mm. mm-hmm. um, because you know it, and the, and if it, because if you make the bad decision quickly yeah you have you have a chance sometimes to go oh okay maybe that what wasn't the right decision like within a very short span of time within the game 
and fix it. Whereas if you, you know, you you delay over trying to figure out anything to do, well, while you're in that process of 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 delaying, other shit's probably going wrong, mm. um, and that's going to force you into some sort of action, some sort of decision anyway. So make a decision and go and 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 go with it and you know change if needed mm. hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, i'm listening i'm just trying to set up the next the next thing so here we, here we got a slow motion breakdown for you steve oh, slow mo breakdown fuck yeah okay so josiah is like just below the plane of our vision right now so let's watch what happens with him so kind of the lower left portion of the screen Um, so I, yeah, I think I bought this up and this is probably an interesting, uh, an interesting one to watch. Cause it's not so much what happens at the end, but rather the, rather what happens as he's moving. Yeah. Backwards. This is, yeah, this is, this is, uh, the inverse of that rather than taking a, a corner, this is one where it's not, you're engaging an enemy by leading with your gun. It's that your gun is actually the last thing to be brought back. Yeah. Which is still so here he's fine. He's in the hallway, but as he's going back, watch the position of his body. Now we, do, we it's hard to tell again from the angle of of the clip, but to me, mm-hmm. um, if he's in this position and if he if he targets one of those players that he is pointing in the direction of, um, it's likely that that wall that he's ducking back behind is obstructing, yeah, obstructing everything. And the gun is the last thing to come back into cover. Mm-hmm. If it's posted here, like yeah. essentially, as the gun comes back, when it's right here, your shoulder's going to be behind the wall and the gun's still going to be out. Yeah. So it's basically popping out to take a shot, but in reverse. <laughs> um, which, yeah. again... It's not the, the way that you usually run into this problem, but that is a way that it can happen. Yeah, and we're not saying that this, specifically, this is blind. We're just saying that this comes back to my point that is if soon as you leave this triangle stance with your phase, as soon as you leave that and you start bringing your gun here, it, it opens your stance up to, to questions. Problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have a, I've got a lot of questions whenever I see this and I see it a lot at tournaments <laughs> in the States. Fucking American cheating. Guys. Okay, we're just gonna go ahead and keep moving. <laughs> Walking backwards, leaving the gun hanging is surprisingly common. Yeah. Yeah, just did you see the way that Luke moves there? Just all of this. All of this brings into brings questions into my mind. Again, not necessarily that he that he's shooting blind, but if you if if you look at the way this gun constantly up around here um anytime you clear a corner that that there looks like the shoulder is is actually out a little um but i think the gun does come forwards there so it comes up and a little forwards yeah 
Uh, the ref was focusing on the wrong player. Should have been looking at Luke, not at Calkins. <laughs> Damn it, ref. <laughs> Most don't realize they're doing it until you tell them. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I love the fact that these videos exist so that I can tear players to shoot. No, no. So that we can use a lot <laughs> of this stuff to point out. when when Because I've, I've said it a lot to players in the past. Hey, look, you need to square your shoulders up. But like I, I've found that I'm not really a great teacher. <laughs> I, I find it hard to articulate what I'm trying to get across. So it's it's always better to have a visual guide to be like this. This is what you're doing. What you need to do is not that. Um, you know, yeah. It's how I feel, man. It's how I feel. It's how I feel. It's how I feel. love that we can take a 10 minute video and turn it into like 90 minutes of <laughs> so here was something that i thought was interesting just a one of those little things you don't think about that much but it actually makes a big difference in decisions that josiah is gonna have to make so bagels coming up the ramp here shoots luke down luke then backtracks here into the fun box mm. so by hanging out there where he was back just slightly so as he pulls into there, right, Luke, he, he, this is just executing good control of space. So you're not allowing Red to just backdoor your team because if he goes past Josiah there to go downstairs, he's presumably going out to go attack or something like that. Mm. He goes past Josiah. Now he leaves the back door open. Bagel just comes in and sweeps away anybody who's behind him. Yeah. By backtracking up to here, he doesn't advance, but he cuts that path off from Josiah. Now Josiah has to worry about getting backdoored by Luke. Why me? Where's my soundboard? <laughs> So now Josiah really can't push um, onto the second floor without having another attacker there because from where Luke is, he can pop out to either side of the fun box and look down into that big box area on the second floor. So that's going to cut off most of where Josiah wants to move. So pretty much his only thing he can do is to come up through Luke or to try to pull somebody else as a second attacker to go across on the second floor. But just in terms of like a one-on-one -on -one thing, this is how a scout can actually effectively control space against a commander. Mm. If you contrast that against like what happened where Dr. Feelgood just missled that scout on a ramp, here, Luke does the same thing. He keeps his eye distracted, but he gets back around cover. Mm. Yeah, it's good play. Bloody good play. Um, what This this probably um is a good... You could probably run it from here unless you've got stuff coming up immediately, but... Um, this is Not probably really. a good example of like why why fitness is so important when we play space marines. I've been a I've been a fit person and I've been a portly person. It's so hard to as a as a chubby individual. It's so hard to do these um, these kind of plays because you're finding your your fitness in your body um, so much to actually get out and move. Um, so you you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to, to kind of be do those athletic things when your body is just like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, also on that yeah, uh, same thought, getting old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting, hard to getting fix old that. Terrible. The worst. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Trage will, will agree with that particular statement as well. <laughs> what have you got going on here? 
So here, just a, again, a small little observation. So I think Luke was still over on the phone box side. Now you have Dr. Feelgood who's coming across to help. And here's Azra who's coming right behind um, where, where Slade is. Here, I think this is actually a nice little, like, sort of defilade position for the, the ammo to, to be here. Sorry, from, from defensive cover. Too much tactical reading. Um, uh, so like being able to hug this wall a little bit more closely, then you actually have a pretty good view over Fishbowl onto second floor. You can do a lot as ammo from that side. So this would be another example of if your team has control of an area, this is one of those scenarios where I'm, where I'm telling players, as a resupply, now is where you don't have to be in the corner. Here's where you really can provide a lot more information, a lot more space for your team. Mm -hmm. If you have Dr. Feelgood go down toward Funbox, and then you can basically watch this entire hallway from a covered position, and you have pretty good visibility on the second floor. And you can still resupply him. Again, assuming that you, your resupply is a little more on the the um, seasoned side. Got a little bit That's more what we're trying to get, right? Yeah. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Seasoned, but not necessarily salty. <laughs> hmm. Occasionally still salty. Okay, that other moment I was talking about is coming up right here, um, Steve. So let me slow it down. So in terms of what we would be looking for for a blocking or dangerous play call, mm -hmm. here's, I think, another interesting example is what's about to happen between Tucker and Dr. Feelgood. So they shoot each other down right there. Yeah. Now they're both going to try to make a move for third floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what the rules say in that instance. Uh, I have to, feel uh, like I feel like Chariots of Fire should be playing right then. <laughs> Is that that one? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that yeah. one. Um, it looks to me that that actually Tucker's got position. So if you're watching this in slow motion, to me. Tucker's got got the position to to actually go, um, but you would I don't know it's hard to make those calls in in uh, um, at normal speed. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. like initially when they run into each other that happens like that that's going to be the case. Yeah, um, that was that was just whatever. And it's easier to determine like if a player goes to move because because then the other instance the scout went to go up the ramp. And instead of moving to one side, um, Dr. Feelgood tried to run backwards with him um, uh, and and stopped him being able to proceed up the ramp. These two players are trying to get to the same spot, it looks like. Uh, rules, each need to give 50%. There's no giveaway or yield like mm -hmm. the road. Yeah, so I, I guess in this instance, they're both kind of giving each other 50, as much of 50 as they can kind of give. Um, trying to yeah i don't yeah. i honestly don't know i don't know what what the rules kind of state here but i suppose it's that that's why i thought this was an interesting edge case is to do you call anything and if so what because if you're going to call a block on one you could potentially call a block on both exactly. players yeah so that's a situation where tucker being in the lead might actually disadvantage him because uh because Dr. Feelgood is trying to move past him. So Tucker is potentially blocking him by being just a step ahead of him. Yeah. On the other but, hand, but if, if Tucker's running, behind. Yeah. It was so, yeah. It, so in that so, situation, it would, it would seem to disadvantage the person in the lead. The interesting here is that trash say you need to give 50%. There's no giveaway or yield. So you don't have to like, mm -hmm. you know, stop and like get out of the way, but you still do have to 
give 50% um, or, or at least I, make an effort to I give 50%. It, I think in this case, because like, like both players, like the, the, the initial c- c- coming, coming together yeah that that happens that they're both trying to step they happen to step the same way they weren't deliberately trying to obstruct obstruct each other there's no issue there this i don't think i i i don't think i would call call anything here because they're they are both looking like they're they are each trying to give you know each you know 50 percent as best they're 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 able um and that's a pretty narrow space yeah and it's and it's it's not like either one of them from 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 here looks like they're you know stepping into each other to to try to give less than than I'm fifty the fact um, he grabs the wall is why he got so mad <laughs> why because it's so now if he needs to support himself to keep pace and make sure movement impossible, yeah, but I could go you could go the other way and say like and i I say this with love, you're bigger than he is, so like um. And I, I say this because I'm often bigger than most players uh, at the moment that we play with. Um, I can't, in some instances, give 50% of the hallway. <laughs> I just physically can't move. Permanent blocking penalty on Steve. <laughs> yeah, I can't move my gut out of the way. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's an interesting one here. I, I, I love it, though. I want to slow this down and, and like you say, cut cut chair to fire over the top of it (laughs) (laughs) you have that ability so yeah so some of these are just like quick bang bang plays and especially if you're watching them at normal speed in the game it's just oh they both like essentially they didn't collide but they're now rubbing up against each other (laughs) as they're trying to go up the up the ramp and it's like just because they're in contact with each other it isn't automatically a violation that's why i want to go over this because I really wasn't sure on this either. I wanted to get input from you guys. I'm mm-hmm. um, glad that Tragedy's in chat, that that Tucker's in chat, like actually giving an input on what happened. Because I'm just like, this is a, an interesting kind of case as to what, how are we construing certain things in like the blocking or dangerous players mm-hmm. play rules? Because that's the other thing is that if Dr. Feelgood is grabbing a, a part of the field construction to try to give himself a little bit more leverage, like has, that's historically been judged to be on the more dangerous side in play as well, especially since he has somebody right next to him. So what another interesting um, thought about this particular thing is once they get up, assuming that they get to, cause there's a, a like a, a turn and then another turn in this ramp. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, because Tucker's got the inside track, um, I would. I assumed that uh, Doctor Feelgood actually beat him up because that's what it's kind of hard to see the peripherals of the GoPro. Yeah. But so yeah, we're in we're in Doctor Feelgood's camera right okay. now. So he he made it up there. From what I remember hearing on the commentary track that was oh, put you, down oh, was that he did is that he did run up basically to stop try to stop Tucker from moving up there and yeah. and that he he they said that he beat him up there so if is it, no he didn't he didn't Tucker gave it to him is what Tucker said okay. uh, I believe you Tucker um sure yeah <laughs> but assuming that <laughs> he did not yeah no you gave it to him um assuming that you both get up to that first lev- that first plane at the same time the Tucker in this situation would would hit that like that turn first and I would assume would cross in front of dr feelgood i would be really interested to, to to know how the the track the path 
rules apply there? Who has set the path if you're running side by side? Is there no path? The player who's in the lead in that case would be making trail the one who's behind him. So if Tucker has the step on him, he's making trail and Dr. Philgood is potentially chasing him. Right. I would hate to have had to call that in the game. That's a that's a tough call to but make. But that is that is exactly what I would be looking for if I were the ref in that spot is who trying to, to visualize who yeah, who had the first step. Yeah. And my first thought was because of the chasing implications. But then I started thinking about blocking. Then I started thinking about dangerous play. And I started like going back and forth in my head about, is anybody breaking a rule? And if, and if so, who is it? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> that's, that's an interesting thing. Tucker says, I'd have to cut ahead of him and trip both of us up. So like, then you, then you, if, if say that happens and like, you know, players tangle and then both of them go down, it'd be really hard to determine. I suppose you'd have to see it play out to kind of get a feel as to who was kind of in the wrong and, and whatnot in that situation but um yeah interesting that's a great moment to capture on film so the other thing that we see here is that now dr feelgood has come back to the resupply having beaten or having it been surrendered however we want to frame whatever happened on the ramp um (laughs) assuming that both of his resupplies are active let's say tucker makes it up and has the path on dr feelgood The resupplies should be able to keep Tucker down between them without having to have Dr. Feelgood come back because if they're both up, they have three clean hits they can make on Tucker and that wouldn't have netted him anything. Now, part of what I think was trying to happen here is they were, at least I hope, trying to set up for a nuke rush because if you watch back from about, um, let's see, a few seconds back here, just kind of watch this whole sequence play out until about... 455 when bagel actually drops his nuke there's potential for a really big play here but a few things happen so green is all upstairs we saw a whole bunch of them in the background one red scout ran past so dr feelgood and the resupplier up here they get put down so here's the scout who now has uh, again look the way the shoulders positioned here <laughs> so it's hard it's hard to see but i suspect need to bring that right shoulder forward yeah, it's it's tough to see because that one is uh, I don't know. It's it's a little this less the, of an angle. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't see probably, but based on how I, I saw this player interact previously, that's again, it's another area that I would just like look for and yeah, say, hey man, when you take it when you're taking this corner, make sure that you're bringing that right shoulder forward, hmm. essentially. So, but he has control of a fun box and kicks somebody out, so somebody has a path on him. But okay. We see green is still clustered there. So red has the opportunity here to kind of pin them in. Red was coming up the ramp, as we saw there. I thought that was Kadama. But, oh boy, now look at at what we got going on. So look how many we have close proximity. We have at least three members of red on the ramp, including both the resupplies. And we have at least three or four green people up here, including both the resupplies who are in proximity to each other. Mm. So that sequence... (laughs) <laughs> what did you say, Pam? It's all very problematic. Yeah, it's, and again, we see people we see people out of play, position, essentially. Don't play yet. Just real quick, if you have a look at how Dr. Feelgood is standing on the ramp, and people mm-hmm. want, and, you know, say, well, like, oh, my sho- <clears throat> if I move out, my shoulder is, like, you know, visible from the gun. You can see here that the gun block is blocking his right shoulder, um, which, again, he's out in the open, so it doesn't matter, but, like, this is just a really good... If you're taking an angle, yeah, is is how if there's a wall there, it's most likely cutting 
Um, if there were a wall that were right here, essentially, like yeah. right down the middle of his yeah. face. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but Try here, again, we see people kind of out of position. Josiah's low on the ramp, and now, essentially... Oh, I gotta go back there. Let's slow it down again. Think about how bad this is about to go. So here we have Green Heavy up here above him. Look what's happening on the ramp right here. It's basically a shooting gallery. Yeah, complete, complete enfilade right down here. Just as a complete straightaway. As soon as he comes on, it is game over for these guys. Mm. So this is another instance where all of these things on their own added up to something bad. Bagel ended up dropping that nuke. Nothing happened. Tucker didn't break into the resupply and it put his resupply into a shooting gallery here. However, had the resupply had essentially Loki and Bromatized been in the position around closet when that nuke dropped so they could move up into here and that scout had been positioned to move across the top or if say you had Tucker up here active when that nuke drops, now all of a sudden it's completely reversed. Now you have Red in the position to capture upstairs to capture the third floor from green. Mm. But because those things happened 20 seconds apart rather than at the same time, it completely fucked Red's plan. Part of that, um, and I, I say this to a lot of uh, commanders who are kind of newer, is whenever you nuke, nuke with intention. Um, and if you can, give 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 a heads up to the rest of your team. Like, if your intention is, hey, I'm going to nuke, go take upstairs, make sure you tell that to your team. <laughs> yeah. Because by the time it's, it's, you know, it drops and they realize, oh, it's our nuke, half of the time and it's so hard to coordinate yeah. so i'm not saying that it's like oh well this is amateurish it's also members night you're not strategizing that yeah, heavily no. but if you're looking for things to to improve it's like wow now you have a crystal clear example of if we'd done things in just a slightly different order mm. that nuke could have been brilliant mm. nuke rushes are really hard to really hard to pull off but when they happen oh my god it's so satisfying because yeah. it there's nothing more they demoralizing to a team they are sexy as fuck when they happen correctly <laughs> true <laughs> what i'm not wrong i'm not wrong they're okay they're like a seven yeah eight. steve you described tick boxes as foreplay not two hours ago oh, so i think true. you might need to sit this one out here <laughs> <laughs> okay still got a cluster on that ramp so here's about we're simply okay nukes so we have a fairly good um move from from Baramatize, you're moving forward as that new goes off so that way he can set a path back down toward closet right here so that's good um what else was i gonna say but it's still it still doesn't really save the team's position because you still got your medic down here on the ramp all by his lonesome you don't really have control of any part of the second floor it's like this buys you a few extra seconds at least and stops them from just sweeping in to, mm -hmm. to finish off the rest of your team but it it's it just it's it's like putting a band-aid on a hemorrhage <laughs> that's the one that and yep see so he's so meta kind of hesitated there for a second like um what's going on because i don't think he'd gotten the word from bromatized he was up here going toward closet now the medic's headed back down the ramp which is probably where they should go there's not really a whole lot of other options at this point but that's why again bromatized sets a good path there but it still ultimately doesn't end up doing that much for them mm. 
Um, the other thing that I noted here was that when SimplyK started this nuke chain, he was on 56, so he was four off of a third one. Um, I, I might have saved for that third one there, just because of where the state in the game is. I'm thinking that a, a three chain is almost certainly going to kill their medic and get us on the path to eliminating them. I actually don't think it would have in this situation, because... Oh, two have gone off. Their medic is still on seven lives. Mm. So the three chain wouldn't have done anything here, but they might have been able to kill Loki out and it it's would have hard, put though, them down even further. Because, you know, what, four or five of the red team is on this ramp and assuming that, assuming mm -hmm. that, um, uh, simply okay is somewhere not close to here dropping, who is he going to shoot to get those four special points, you know? Um, well, so I'm saying wait until you have those four special points. So yeah. so that way you can drop the, the, the three chain instead of doing two here. It forced them downstairs. It's still yeah. a net positive result for green. It's much more effective than the, the nukes that Red just tried to launch, but it doesn't like bring the hammer down sure. fully on them the way that it could have. Like if I'm at 56 and we have good control of the situation, I'm probably thinking I'm just going to wait for that last four yeah. so I can make sure that I get that third one. But yeah. that's me. I know yeah. people have different opinions. If, though, you had, say, um, like M1 Abrams or another member of Green Team who could be at the bottom of this ramp that they're they're going down right now, then, yeah, absolutely nuke. Because then they have nowhere to go where they're not going to get shot. Yeah. But that would require you knowing that someone was in position for that kind of thing. Sure. And that's just hard to know. It's amazing how many things you can you know decipher at at the end from perfect information yeah yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. funny how that um works. so here we have again resupply is back at chamber because they have control of the the third floor here again probably not a move for newer players but for as resupplies advance and you get a little bit more confidence here's a situation where they can spread out just a little bit so they can still both point at the same things but they're covering space a little bit better and being able to watch both ramps so they're not all in, both in one corner because they can watch those hallways as well hmm. it kind of turns into a cluster um downstairs mm-hmm yeah, now they're respawning the commanders. That's fine. They kind of have to watch for what he's doing. Uh, there might have been one that we just passed by. When your whole team is on single-digit di lives, it's it's stressful. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a stressful moment. Are you, are you talking about the gun? <laughs> yes, there's another situation. We'll, uh, we'll try and zip through the these examples because at this point we're harping on. But um, Yeah. Yeah, if you watch him clear the corner, his just before he gets to the corner, his back shoulder just tilts back a little, little more. So you know, it's just. We actually think like taking taking this corner into fun box thing was a little bit dicier. Yeah. When he actually takes the corner to get onto the ramp, that actually looks a lot cleaner to me because yeah. the left shoulder yeah. is definitely out Damn. a little bit more. It's just this is so that one was a little dicey. Yeah, this Here... is just the yeah. Yeah, if you bring left shoulder just a little bit forward, but that's that was much better. I thought. Yeah, going in that direction. Alright. <laughs> so now you have Calkins is watching down into closet. You have both the resupplies who are focused on him. As soon as they resupply him right here, this is another one of those situations where Azra can either cover um closet 
on the other side of this wall. So that way you're at least buying a little bit more space down this hallway or can even like move down the hallway a little bit more. And as long as you have good communication with the medic, you can still resupply them there. And at least you have better visibility down this hallway also. So one, so one other thing I'm going to, I'm just going to say here, the just fucking pet peeve of mine. There is no fucking reason when you're being resupplied for your gun to not be pointed in a direction for you to be able to shoot something like keep your fucking gun up. Like, yeah, ha ha having it having it turned so sideways like like that when you're kind of basically standing in in the open. I get it. You're being lazy because you know that their whole team is downstairs, but you don't know that their whole team is downstairs. Some you know things things change at a moment's notice, and it's just a good habit to be in to keep your goddamn gun up. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I get I get very irritated when people come in for resupply, and and yeah, the gun sideways, or it's, and and I, I get you know sometimes it's down as they're like looking around a corner. Fine, you're actively checking for 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 for, for something, and you're like putting the gun backwards as, as you're looking around a corner. Fine, but if you're somewhere in the middle of something, keep your fucking gun up. <laughs> God Good damn point. it! Well put. I think this is another one I seen you that there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this, this is this is getting it primed up because look, that's definitely crossed beyond forty-five degrees. Yeah, based on where they were, look how far the gun is ahead of the ahead of the chest. There yeah. was no way for them to cross this plane right here without the gun coming out first. Go back to that high low shit, DK. The high low shit. Hmm? Oh, I think I know what he's talking about. Yeah. So yeah, here's another potential observation. So you have. Both resupplies, or at least I think both people um, uh, who were uh, who are crouched, yeah, is <laughs> split your angles. So one person's high, one person's low. I think is what uh, Triad is saying. Lower player looks gun high. I'm not too sure what he's referencing there. Yeah, what does that mean? You mean as in they are just like also gun to the face? So you saying Gunner. like? <laughs> that slow-mo yell that's so good it's like watching platoon <laughs> um yeah yeah Yep, here's an unfortunate thing that's about to happen a red team is we're seeing dr feelgood's view and look who he's got right here in the closet everybody Yep. So now they're essentially kind of pinned in the closet, but there's not really any good alternatives they have because of where their live situation still is. Everybody is still on single digits. So it's like, yeah, give everybody one round and then just <laughs> you can't get the fuck out of there because you cannot stay there. Yeah. And here comes Calkins. And, oh, okay. Tucker got him down, but now Tucker's down. If you go back. Go back to that Tucker one and put it in slow mo, because uh, this is one of the. I think this is one of the. Um, uh, <laughs> one of the uh, images I sent you. It's very fast, but go back to where it clears the corner, <laughs> and you, if you could manage to pinpoint it right at the right moment, uh, yeah. If you just click and click, see that little gun there, that guy. 
Yeah, that guy clears the corner first. This is this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so like, yeah, uh, yeah. You just you just run into so many problems when when you're kind mm-hmm. of not squaring up because then that happens. And from like, from Kalkin's situation, he may have been able to see that that shoulder. Maybe. But if but this is this is the ref's view. This is the ref's view. We're seeing a ref's camera right here. I would call it as a ref. Yeah. Like that. That is. I would, I would be like, oh, I saw the gun. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing that I would see coming around that corner. Okay, good. You can play it now. Let's stop picking on no. Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking cheater. <laughs> There's a bunch that that uh, that happened, I think, over this period. I stopped, I stopped counting them because <laughs> I was like, there's no yeah. point. You guys get, like, we can harp on about it, but, like, Yep. And now side. Red Team has been totally broken, and Josiah is <laughs> defeated, as you can shitty. see in his, his body <laughs> language there. Um, Red has kind of one last regroup chance because this ramp is uncovered. Like, you didn't have Dr. Feelgood, who was covering the position above the way that you did previously, but that's still pretty rough. They're they're not coming back from this one. Hmm. Like, here's where it's survive if you can, and because it's a 10-minute game, they definitely have a chance around the clock, but... Definitely not in a fifteen-minute game. Yeah, I guess as long as the medic's alive, you got a chance. So you're saying that there's a chance. <laughs> that one's that one's crack up. Just walking yeah. around. I, I do. Yeah, I think I think from I think from here there's not quite as much stuff because this we're kind of in the the mop up phase of the game yeah. at at this part. Um. There was one more thing. I think when we get closer to the one minute mark, you can keep your gun up. Oh, that was awkward. (laughs) Boy, I love this game. I think we have one more coming up here. Yeah, we'll do a frame by frame on this one to watch um, how how Azra is going to bring her her gun up, moving into this hallway. So you see what's what's happening here is that the first thing that's coming into the plane of this hallway is the gun. Mm. Now, so, to be by fair, the time it's actually have to target somebody, her chest yeah, may be out. Yeah, um, but just something to watch. Like yeah. if you just square to the side and take that as a sidestep instead, then you have no worries. You avoid all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow motion. No more slow motion. Yeah, I think there's one in like about 30 seconds as well. Yeah, um, but again, I think I, I, I feel like those horses we've beaten bloody at this point. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, right. it just comes down to technique. Like if you can, if you can correct your technique a little bit which for a lot of people so you see how luke is walking around here his his and and it it happens with a lot of people they walk consistently around the maze like this side on like this and it just i don't know it just opens you up to all sorts of uh badness when you do that Uh, so this was something else that I, I noticed. Um, I think that 
just their coverage of having Funbox here and giving the medic an avenue of escape, even though Josiah is going to put him down, that basically allows him to escape while losing only one life instead of charging into territory that's completely unknown and uncovered and potentially losing a lot more than that. So that's a good situation where knowing where your where your teammates are, which is another reason I would advise like keeping a lookout when you're on resupply, even relying on other players to keep a lookout for enemies coming in, it's also important to know where your team is, mm. where are your safe zones you can flee to as a resupply. So get shot down, but he gets to safe ground there. Josiah probably isn't going to bother him again in the immediate term. And now enemy medic, red medic is dead. They're running real low on lives, so it's just a question of whether or not they can get the Elim, which they'll probably be fine since Loki's on 11 lives. But if this had gone on for 11 minutes instead of 10, this is definitely going to an Elim. That right there, that's, I quite like that technique. So if you go back, because, um, you know, shout out credit where credit's due, the way that Bagel does this is if you slow that shot down, he does the opposite. His shoulder comes out first as he clears that, like, that ridge so if you go back uh, you push back on the arrow go oh, back on this one okay. yeah um watch him clear out of the fun box here so um as he squares up his shoulder is actually by the looks of it further out past the 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 corner He definitely is more square than a lot of the other players we've seen, yeah. and plus little, his gun isn't fishy, fully but... isn't fully exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this is a, this is a much better example of taking a corner in a less risky way. Yeah, this one is definitely better. And maybe it's not perfect, but it's definitely better. If you let a playthrough as well, by the time he takes the shot, wait. Get ready. Okay, so now he's squaring up for the shot. Yeah. There. Yeah, since he's coming into the hallway shoulder first, like he can't shoot over that wall, yeah. then by definition, his shoulder's going to come out first. So that's essentially the inverse of what we saw him do earlier, where he backed up into a hallway, leaving his gun out there. Yeah. This way he's going forward, the shoulders will have to come out first, and yeah. he still gets that shot. And it's just what I was saying about, like, you know, if you're going to take a proactive shot rather than, like, a reactive, um, kind of set your shot up. And that's, a, that's mm -hmm. kind of a good example of him doing that. It's really good making sure that yep. it's clean, but it's also like a really quick snapshot. Raiden wins five tickets. You get tickets? I get tickets for destroying what a base? What the heck is a <laughs> I want a ticket. <laughs> Must be another is feature. Is it a golden ticket? <laughs> no ticket. I think it was a ticket. rainbow ticket. It looked like a rainbow ticket. Hmm. Not much time. Oh, somebody getting that last nuke off. Bagel did not get that last nuke. Died on 20 specials. Oh, Always sad times. Yeah. So Loki manages to live with six, maybe five lives here. I think six. So they don't get the Elim, but if that goes another minute, they're for sure getting an Elim. That is some sweet, sweet forehead shot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Those so, portraits. Uh, yeah, I gotta say... Um... Uh, again, we, we, we sort of break these down not to pick on anyone, and I, I'll, uh, if you keep that shared for me, bro, but I'll switch to here. Um, boom. Um, we got more official ones this week. Ooh. Um, there, yeah, if, if you guys aren't already, uh, exclamation mischief in chat, and that'll, that'll bring you to, um, Luke's, 
uh, YouTube channel, um, and you can check out the videos as he drops them. I love your work, Mischief. Please keep putting them up. Um, we we prob we're not gonna look to you know do critique on on everything, and because it gets to a point where I think some people might be like, okay, yeah, calm down, old guys. Uh, stop like giving giving us shit. <laughs> and we want to reiterate again that we we don't talk about this stuff um with the intention of nitpicking on any particular players or um you know or or calling into question anyone's like player ethics or anything like that we do it purely um as a teaching tool to to see how like bad you know if there are bad habits what you can do to to fix them um what we would do in particular situations um if there's any like random shenanigans that pop up like you know the 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 greatest race of all time <laughs> between between <laughs> tucker and dr feelgood uh, <laughs> um but yeah but mostly like you know we we, we really love to kind of soak in um i, th- I think we gave at least happens. at least one pat on the back for every two wags of the finger <laughs> like we had we had an okay ratio there we said yeah. we said some nice things it's easier to critique bad than it is to critique good anyway so um the next one was Ezra versus judoku because they're your new people going to the tournament so we felt that we'd have best to help them yeah it's good um if if they can learn kind of a couple of things like perfect um and you know the 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 thoughts and and uh, comments that we make here on the resupply podcast don't necessarily reflect that of the wider laser force community. We just have a bigger soapbox than everyone else. <laughs> um, Entirely accurate. Yeah. So you Big know, soapbox. we're going to use it to kind of, to, to bolster our content as well. So thanks Luke. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. No, nah, but, um, but also thanks to you DK for, for doing like a, a breakdown. Um, Probably went a little too overboard. No, it's good. Shit happens. I think think (laughs) next time, maybe I won't take up as much time at the start of the podcast, and maybe we can just go straight into doing the deep dive. We'll look to do that, I think, after all the tournaments and stuff, maybe. Uh, But hey, look at all this useful content people can have on the VOD to go back and watch actual dissections of how to call shielding stuff and how does the dangerous play work. And it's good. And to, where should you be standing? <laughs> like, if please voice your your opinions either in chat or uh, Discord on or on Facebook. And if you don't agree, tell us why. Because um, open communication to to make sure that we're on the same page as a community is really important. Um, something that I thought was a block in that instance, Ducky was like, I, I don't agree. Play on. Um, you don't think that of you guys? I know that you guys are giving your input um know what is wrong and what is right and giving advice to you playing older players like we, we try and we try and do that pickle like all, all our intention is is to hopefully um hopefully add some improvement to um to our scene uh but first and foremost try and be somewhat entertaining <laughs> not at the expense of anyone else obviously because that's never a good thing um yeah we'll be entertaining at the expense of ourselves oh absolutely. always entertaining at the expense of ourselves yeah. Some more than others. <laughs> yeah, some of us have you know multiple chins. Steve-o. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like there's so many patches of hair missing all over my body. It's crazy. <laughs> um, there's a cost for everything. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, what are the numbers on the dice, DK? 
that that like oh, they're all d20s oh. right mm-hmm. yeah they're all d20s yeah just uh different different movements love it. someone attacks one party member we all roll for so good because human rights are cool did i vote for the council it's none of your business it's none of your business mate it's my own business but yes i did <laughs> um um right is there anything that you guys want to want to say before we uh before we get out of here and let people get on with their weekends <laughs> i think we've beaten all these horses bloody so i i think we can i think we can move on i think we can move on to the weekend yeah um to the weekend to the weekend thank you dk again for for your uh your knowledge and your um profess professionalism um <laughs> that's a word words are hard <laughs> no that's there's words. two words rolled into one <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfectly cromulent word yeah <laughs> mm, cromulent perfectly cromulent you you are accurate DK. Uh, uh, so. now so this week uh to give you a quick rundown of what's going on this week uh hopefully we'll be back doing some more laser force live again this week i've, I've really enjoyed playing lasers again it's really uh highlighted how unfit and unprepared i am for our upcoming tournament in three weeks but you know shit happens um so we'll be doing that we'll be back in uh on wednesday with some more lego uh thursday hopefully gray will be back with me for thunderdome thursday uh at some point we will do our new segment called Stephen went to the dump shop um and if i find anything of importance then i, oh, I love it so much it's so perfect not um, tired of it yet it's great oh it's so good um <laughs> With Luke back on, love uh, with Luke back, loving and doing streams on Wednesday. Tucker, uh, can you? What's your what's channel? Do you do that on? Do you do that on your channel? Um, maybe if someone could do a shout out for Tucker! Exclamation shout out for Tucker! There we go. That there. If you guys want to watch more Laser Force content, give uh, give Sergeant Tucker a follow. Obviously, he uh, broadcasts all of Loveland, Colorado's members' nights. Um, there will be no resupply podcast next weekend as, uh, I am heading off to participate in another battle of the Cuzzy's disc golf tournament. Um, if you guys won prizes over, over during the charity stream, I have, uh, I will look to send out the ones that need sending out, including these bad boys right here, the toothpick, Steve, uh, disc golf putter, um to pick steve disc which i love so much um but i'm gonna i'm gonna have mine so down at the competition um i'm gonna look to maybe stream the day so we'll see how that goes uh but um we'll, we'll be back in a in another couple of weeks maybe for the resupply podcast because after that happens uh that is the weekend where where our visitors are starting to arrive from australia we should um, it's tournament time it's tournament time so we'll, yeah. we'll do a we'll do a um a hype podcast for the start of our tournament here um and then i don't think we'll be doing one the week after because i'll be traveling around with uh with the australians so we've got a whole lot of stuff coming up um and a lot of it is laser force centric so i'm real excited about it um that's very unusual for us to have so much laser force <laughs> content on a laser force channel it's weird we will weird. instead of doing the, the podcast we will be streaming the our tournament uh, and i would imagine that you guys will be streaming yours in utah so there's there's plenty of stuff to watch coming up over the next month but for this week i have been guy next door i've been guy who talks too much 
And I have been Than. You've been Guy Lives in the Hotel. Always remember to backtrack, kids. <laughs> uh, we will see you all next time. Kakiti ano.